I'm going down to the well tonight, and I'm going to drink till I get my fill. And I hope when I get old, I don't sit around thinking about it, but I probably will. Yeah, just sitting back trying to recapture a little of the glory of, well, time slips away, and leaves you with nothing, mister, but boring stories of glory days. Glory days, well, they'll pass you by. Glory days in the wink of a young girl's eye. Glory days. Glory days. This is the last Top Ten Thursdays. Featuring Sean Lemmy. John Otney. Carla Westman. Matt Carstens. And that's the last time I have to look up some dumb quote to start a podcast with. It's <laughs> always a fan of the improvised openings, too. Like yeah. our, when we did our fruit episode, you're like, You guys want to talk about some fruit? <laughs> They're not all quite as elegant as yeah. that one. Well, yeah, those there's a good uh, balance of me looking up quotes, and then also us hitting record and me realizing, oh shit, I never looked up a quote. <laughs> I gotta do something, and I'm not allowed to do an improv skit like we do on pitching tents most of the time. You can try though. Yeah, you you would take songs or even movie scenes and bring them to life as being like really dramatic. I remember you redid that uh, scene from Vacation, where Chevy Chase gets. Mad, but you made him like even madder. You're like screaming. It's an easy acting crutch is to just, just be angry and yell. That's yeah. where the best acting comes from. <laughs> screaming your lines. Well, so we did approximately 100 shows, you guys, over way too long a period of time. Um, there's there are some that didn't count for some reason, like mildly pleased awards, and then there's that one time that we skipped from like sixty one to sixty three without numbering an episode. We, we found that in the <laughs> in the archive of the show list, and I, I'm gonna guess it was the uh, top ten celebrity jerks episode that we did, which we recorded, but the audio was bad or something. So that's one of our lost episodes, along with top ten. Arnold movies and top 10 PlayStation 2 games. Though I will say, we did that Celebrity Jerks podcast, and our number one out of the top 10 Celebrity Jerks was Donald Trump. We saw it coming, people. <laughs> we did nothing about it. Yeah, well, I mean, just because we all knew. So, yeah, I guess it's not like we could have done anything about it. We've got to stop yeah. this from happening. We didn't have the power. Yeah, just, just a couple of schlubs. Talking into microphones. Um, and yeah, I think we all figured out the longer this podcast went on that uh, the format of show that we had created was e- either an opportunity for like extremely creative people to make funny lists or like extremely intelligent, well cultured people to put together like very well, exhaustively researched lists. And 
we didn't have the energy to do the former <laughs> or just the intellect to do the latter. And so as we branched out into other types of shows that better suited our abilities, like Stream Police and Rock Talk Now and Pitching Tents, uh, Top Ten Thursdays has kind of been the, the elephant in the room almost. Like, oh, man, do we really want to do one of those? Uh, especially because we moved pretty quickly from doing like regular lists into like let's do something bizarre, <laughs> like top ten dead celebrities we'd like to hang out with. Yeah. Um, and so at a certain point, we were like, let's get this to a hundred, and then stop doing top ten Thursdays, and we can move on and do just the comedy shows that we like. <laughs> um, I guess another part of it was the fact that this podcast format it kind of revolved around the four of us being able to do it. And, you know, four people's schedules is kind of hard to organize. Yeah, how many times someone. have you moved since we've done this yeah. podcast, Nancy? <laughs> You've been in like four different states. Yeah. I'm sure we'll go through this because you can definitely see a trajectory of where Nancy – like there is a one-year period where we're doing this podcast that you moved around like so much. <laughs> and, you know, we were all – figuring stuff out in this phase because we kind of started doing this in that sort of post-college <laughs> just period of our lives where we're figuring out what to do. And we had more time on our hands sort of when we started so we could do this podcast more often. It was amazing to me seeing that the first 18 episodes, we did it 18 weeks straight without a single break. Wow. Like, most of the episodes of this podcast happened in the first year. Yeah. Like, we did, like, 40 episodes that first year. It was crazy. <laughs> we were just so into it. I don't know. In the next three years. We had the facilities <laughs> as well. True. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably get into that later. Yeah. We'll probably we'll probably kind of go over, like, the timeline. Yeah, we'll <laughs> let you know why it sounds the way it does. Yes, you'll be able to tell. Um, you yeah. want to talk about at all how we started doing this? particular podcast yeah i guess i i should say that in the grand tradition of top 10 thursdays um for, we might not actually make a list at the end of this one because the pitch of this podcast firm. is we have a bunch of topics we talk about them and then we organize them into a top 10 list at the end and we have all these moments we're going to talk about these clips from the show and maybe we'll organize these into our top 10 favorite T3 moments. I don't know. We never decided if we actually want to do a list for this one, but it doesn't really matter. What really matters is the memories. We'll all rank each other as friends. Good, good. <laughs> You've always been my least favorite. That's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> so, uh, so what year did we begin? This is 2012? January 2012. It was January 2012 because the first podcast we ever did was top 10 TV shows of 2011. Mm-hmm. Although we did have a podcast that we tried before then <laughs> on our blog, Mildly Pleased, which is you know where we've always posted this show, which is called The Podcast because <laughs> we used to have our blog. So it wasn't Mildly Pleased yeah, at the time. At the time, it was called demorg.org, which is just such a great name for a website. <laughs> Brilliant. It's... You know, still, I've done a bunch of logo designs in my life, and my favorite is the feet and body tag logo for it to work out. 
but that show sucked because we didn't know what we were doing. It was basically just us having a conversation about like it was whatever was going on. Yeah. And with Top Ten Thursdays, we're like, we got a hook. You know, we're making a list. People like lists. Lists haven't been totally diluted by the internet. It's still a hook. But I feel like that's one thing that's made us grow weary of doing this show is so many fucking clickbaity internet lists. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, now everyone hates lists. <laughs> so maybe it's time to get out. Well, and we hated making the lists because it was very rare that we had a category where more than one of us was like really passionate about the list itself. And so it became like, oh, I, I don't, I don't want to hurt your feelings. You can have number one. <laughs> That's another thing that was supposed to be a hook was we we're supposed to get into these heated arguments about the list. But yeah, as time went on, we're just like such good friends, and we didn't. It's like such a weird blurred line of reality, and the conversations that type take place on the podcast. It's like we didn't want to like make each other bad in real life for what we did on the podcast i don't know or it's just like it's been three hours and i'm so tired it's that's like, true too <laughs> <laughs> so, it's hard to get into the most heated discussion at the end so as i remember it in january of 2011 um or 2012 i would have been just starting grad school um, John, you were still going to Central, right, at mm-hmm. that point? Yes. I had just Colin. moved back to uh, Seattle from San Francisco. You were going to finish Because I the finished internet, right? my last semester online. Yeah. yeah. Nancy, had you graduated at that point? I graduated in 2011. Yeah. So what would you have, where would you have been? Wait, would you be living in, in Jan- Seattle? In, in January? January? I believe when we started it, he was still living at home. Yeah. So we were all in Kirkland. I think I moved this. in, yeah, I was at AT&T. So I moved in March. And so we had been running a blog for, I don't know, four, four years. We started in 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, it, like, I I knew people who read it and people who I hung out with in college were like, you, you should do a podcast. And so, like, I, I didn't really have a job at the time. And so I was like, let's... Let's do this. Maybe, maybe we could become web superstars. And uh, mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. The podcast basically turned into a uh, uh, spam bot feeding frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the very beginning, I remember taking John and Colin to Sherry's and being like, "Here's the deal, guys. Here's what we got to do." It's every, like we're conspiring or something. <laughs> every, every year on the blog, we do our our top ten list. Let's like but we don't document like the conversations and like we don't have an overall list. So we got to get that and that can be a podcast and it doesn't have to just be our annual top 10 list. It can be anything. And so our first trial one trial run was that, uh, top 10 TV shows of the year. Uh, which as I remember was a pretty classic. Everyone ganging up on Colin contest. We're like, I think we were championing like breaking bad. Colin's like, what about parks and rec? What about mad men? We're just like, shut up, Colin. <laughs> That's something I've also found listening back to these podcasts. This is always you three against me. Your tastes are just, ugh. I don't want to sound like a snob, but your guys' tastes are a little more populist than mine, which, you know, maybe that's a good thing, to have a dissenting opinion within the group. <laughs> Instead of us all agreeing on everything. Yeah. I feel like the kind of show we're doing should be three Collins and then one of us, but <laughs> it just kind of turned out that way. Yeah. 
Um, so that was, that was our first few shows. We were kind of figuring things out. We eventually brought uh, Nancy in at some point. I think we did movies after TV shows. So we probably didn't bring Nancy in for that because I'm sure you were like, I saw three movies <laughs> last year. Um, but what's the first clip you want to share with us, Colin? And maybe I'll let you take control of the history from here on out. Sure, you remember it just as well as I do. Well, I'm not looking at a list. Uh, yeah, let's just do it chronologically. Um, this was definitely an early one that I remember recording in Nancy's basement, at your parents' house. Uh, it is uh, top ten SNES games, and here we're talking about the game Uniracers. Uniracers. That was the part we've all been waiting for. Uniracers. John defends Uniracers. I thought you were going to say this is the one that you claim to be the best video game of all. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Come at me, bro. What's the, what's the matter with Uniracers? How can you go wrong with this? Yeah, it's got a badass soundtrack. Okay. Sometimes. How come they didn't have people on the Uniracers? Why is it just these, these random... Non-piloted unicycles running through these tracks. It's bad. So the futuristic society when only How is that bad? unicycles survive. <laughs> is this in the same uh, canon as like the Star Fox uh, puppets? Are they? Is this like another planet? There's like a planet of puppets and a planet of unicycles. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with anthropomorphic animals. I'm just saying there's a planet full of unicycles that... All right, sure, why not? ...aren't doing nothing but racing each other. <laughs> it's like cars. <laughs> Uniracers. Uniracers is so cool. I don't know if Uniracers could take over a planet. I like to think that they always inhabited the planet. But Like anyway. Transformers. Sure. It right, doesn't going. make any sense. Let's move this this I don't been. think this is going to but make who sense. Built the Uniracers? They evolved. Who, who built? Uh, John, that's a chicken and the egg question. That's a chicken and the egg. Okay. <laughs> well, my only, well, my main big problem with Uniracers, I, I find it so conceptually boring. <laughs> a unicycle with no one. Must be playing as a bowling ball that like goes down the stairs. Like, it's fun and everything. It's just, like, so unappealing. You just press right. Uh, 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 and, then, uh, uh. And, then, and then the track changes and you press left. Right. Let's not forget the parts we have to do tricks. Uh. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's just fun to play a game that doesn't take itself seriously. It's, you know, when you play this game, you just get the feeling that they're like, hey, you spent money on this. <laughs> You're, you're going to get exactly what you thought you were getting. We're going to throw in some rock and sound jack. We're going to make you do sweet flips. Oh, you're going to have dumbass names for all the characters, which are just unicycles. I feel like there's a lot of stuff in there that okay. sums up how we do things on the what podcast. The fuck was I talking about? <laughs> well, I'm sure yeah, we, well, ha- I'm sure we had a conversation about the Star Fox puppets earlier on uh. and then it came back into play. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you would automatically make that leap unless you spend a lot of time thinking about Star Fox puppets. Maybe you should. So, did we record that audio live? I believe so. Yeah, and you had like a like a list of a bunch of SDS game soundtrack yeah. music, which you were playing for yeah. some reason. 
just having, having fun with it. Cool. I wasn't there physically. I was in Ellensburg in my dorm room. Oh, that makes sense. My like half naked roommate listening. Be like, that was so fucking funny, bro. <laughs> it's like you're only hearing half of the conversation. <laughs> you're killing it. Really supportive. What was his name? Justin. Yeah, I remember him. Sweet. Super rit. But what I like about that clip is it shows that so often we just rely on vague recollections. <laughs> it's like, you know, you just go like, right, and it's awesome. It's like, it's so cool. It's so fucking funny. Like, we never do research. I'm guessing you probably didn't play that game within, like, you were pretty committed to it. In the it. 2000s. That's awesome. It's so fucking so, cool. Come at me, bro. <laughs> do you still feel that way, Sean? Hell yeah, I still feel that way. <laughs> Don't back down. I mean, I heard that soundtrack again. That shit rocks, man. It does rock. I'll give it that. It just sounds like Sean was a little depressed that we were making fun of it so hard. <laughs> I feel like, well, with Uniraces, I feel like that was one of those games that people just, like, saw the poster or whatever. Like, that's a fucking joke. <laughs> like, that's not a real game. It's like, give it a shot. I mean, ganging up on people is what we do on the podcast. It's usually the person who's most invested in that list is going to be the one who's going to be ganged up on. (laughs) 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 So I guess this next clip, you will notice the audio quality is probably better. I can't promise that, but I'm sure it is because it was the first one we recorded at. uh, That one wasn't too bad. Yeah. Well, that was your home recording. This was your sweet recording equipment. Yeah. It gets worse, believe me. <laughs> but we did this uh, next show. This would have been episode 12, Reasons to be Excited about the 2012 Mariners season. Nice. And fittingly, we did it at uh, ESPN Sports Radio's the studios. The which, flagship station of the Mariners. Yeah, where you worked at at the time, running the boards and whatnot. I had so much access to highlight clips and everything <laughs> and yeah it was the thing we we're just like well we started doing this podcast and you work at the radio station might as well use this incredibly <laughs> expensive nice equipment to record our stupid jokes but uh yeah here's sean talking about then mariners center fielder franklin gutierrez okay so he spent last season uh with a. Uh... Leaky butt syndrome and <laughs> couldn't play at all. Dad, you guys are so immature. <laughs> it's like we can't mention Franklin Gutierrez once without, oh, looks like he's going to prove his It's just Sean. Him. Every oh, yeah. time last season we brought up Franklin Gutierrez, Sean's got to make a poop joke. It's anyway, so, so he comes to spring training this season, he hits a dinger, and then he immediately like dislocates his boob muscle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What are you, five years old? <laughs> Class it up, Sean. <laughs> Glad it's another clip of us gagging up on Sean. What a niche topic. <laughs> That's what I love about that episode now. Or that we did two of those Mariners themed episodes. It's like there's such a time capsule. Like, do those conversations even make sense anymore? Well, I mean, like Franklin Gutierrez is still on the team and he's miraculously. Miraculously. I mean, just imagine it'll be so weird in ten years to think that we did like reasons to be excited about the Mariners twenty twelve or whatever year it was season. Did they well, even do good that year? No. Probably not. They no. must have not because the next year we did reasons not to be excited <laughs> about the Mariners. Because they were good in two thousand nine. And two thousand fourteen. I think <laughs> yeah. was the next one there was yeah. anything. So, yeah, they were not good. No. Leaky butts. 
syndrome. <laughs> not even the right word. <laughs> it just sounds good together, you know. I don't think his butt was leaking. What was the problem? I think he just, just had like, like stomach issues. I thought he had know? IBS. It like they thought it was IBS, but I don't think IBS means that your butt leaks like uncontrollably. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. So did his butt actually indeed leak? Well, we'll have to go ask him. <laughs> Do you still have that kind of access? Can you get in the locker room again? I could uh, call in some favors. Yeah, do you, do you still have like your seven Ted badge? <laughs> Press badge? No. Yeah. How I'm they, sure it says it's not, like for the 2012 yeah, season. It's not hard to get a press pass at Safeco. Yeah. <laughs> I could just be like, hey, I work for the Daily Record. Give me a press pass. I'll be like, mm-hmm. okay. So where was this recorded? At that uh, radio studio. Yeah, how did you? you did I know you later. worked there and everything, but it's like, how did? They, why did they let you do that? Because we recorded it really late at night when like, there was yeah, nobody like there. Midnight. That's just crazy. Think you just go in here and do whatever if it's, if it's people, late enough. People like everyone, especially the board ops there. Everyone had a podcast <laughs> and they'd go in whenever and just record. Because there was so many, you know, there was a bunch of auxiliary studios, and as long as you weren't in anyone's way that was trying to like work, I never got permission. <laughs> but I never had a problem. People saw us in there, and no one gave a shit. Yeah, well, those are the glory days. Didn't you end up getting transferred to like the conservative talk radio building? There's like across the street. Oh no, no, no! There, I mean, there, there's three stations in. The, there's a news talk, uh, ESPN, and then there was a conservative talk station. Conservative talk station only had one local show on it, though. Oh, so you were just... So, like, I was a board op in, in all three stations. I would rotate around and wherever they needed me. Gotcha. I ended up getting a more permanent position at, at the regular news talk station, but every once in a while I had to, like, listen to Rush Limbaugh from, like, 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. It was <laughs> brutal. Wow. There's some of the flicky butts in there. Yeah. <laughs> Coming out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, um, wait, let me check. Okay, so this next one is a infamous clip in our podcast and YouTube channel's history. It is, uh, Brendan Fraser is the fattest actor. How about Brendan Fraser? I think he'd be good if he stuck to being in, like, a, a side character capacity or something. Like, if he wasn't the star of all these movies... He just doesn't really look like a starring man anymore because he's kind of bloated these days. He just looks weird on camera. He's not getting like Alec Baldwin thick. He's getting like no, a he's bad just thick. Flabby. <laughs> flabby. Bloated. He's getting like Val Kilmer beach away. <laughs> I'm talking about actors' weight. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really seem fair, does it? What's, I don't think any of this is going to seem fair. It's just funny, like it's funny how the 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 thickness, like Alec Baldwin, couldn't have aged more, like appropriately. Like his thickness is just the perfect ratio. Like he's kind of fat. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he's kind of fat, but it's you know it's. Like it's dignified fat. It, would, it wouldn't like jiggle if you shook him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, he's thick. He's like Kenji Jojo. It's like shaking a big boulder or something. Kenji Jojo isn't thick. Put. He's but, built. But oh, if you sorry. if you shake Brendan Fraser, you're just flying everywhere. Throw up. 
he would throw <laughs> or would you throw up because no, you're so disgusted I think he would I think you both would we both throw up <laughs> you'd have to watch it yeah. Yeah. oh god I just watched Brendan Fraser throw up <laughs> time for me to throw up I don't know how this turned into Brendan Fraser is the fattest actor in the world so that was from our podcast actors who should quit <laughs> ouch yeah it's pretty mean I wonder who was number one. Probably Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. We talked about Adam Sandler a lot on this podcast. <laughs> that makes sense. Him or Eddie Murphy. Yeah, was, yeah. there's some time capsule stuff to that one, too, because we're like, Matthew McConaughey, like, he's got this mud movie coming out that people are like, this might be good, but I guess I should probably quit. Ryan Reynolds as well. I was holding out back then. And then later I changed my mind, but now I'd be like, yeah, maybe because of Deadpool. <laughs> of course. That's one of our classic examples of us always pronouncing buried. Weird. <laughs> Can't say it. But Brendan Fraser, that was a learning experience for me. I mean, Sean, you put together like a clip video and we put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just for some laughs. And then just over the years, it's a stream of people being like, you guys suck. You guys are assholes. Like, you're the worst people. What have you done with your life? He's entertained millions. <laughs> this is funny because we spent so much time trying to make anything that gets any notice on the internet. Like we've been doing YouTube videos since like 2006. Like the one that has the most views is this one that's so hated. Like it's got like 40 dislikes. I think 42, like, yeah. Like seven <laughs> likes. <laughs> like the ratio is insane. A good amount of views though. For how much people who've watched this have not liked it. But you you got to understand that that's why people go on YouTube. You know, they're there sure. to be enraged. <laughs> like you're not going around commenting on about how wonderful everything is. If you're commenting, it's because you hate it. It was interesting to me because like if we went on there and talked about like oh Justin Bieber sucks so much, there's a good chance no one would have ever noticed it with all the all the Justin Bieber hate. But if you pick a like one specific niche actor. Like, his super fans will come out in droves. I guess it's because it's a celebrity that people aren't used to hating on. That's so it's true. like, if anyone's looking for him on YouTube, it's probably someone who likes him. Because he's, you know, a well-liked actor generally. I, I, I totally agree, because I also, from that same episode, I took my I Hate Shia LaBeouf rant and put that, and nobody clicked on that one. Yeah, that one's way more negative. I mean... But the Brendan Fraser one talks about, like, his weight. At least with Shia LaBeouf, we're using, like, real things, like his shitty comic book and relationships. Plagiarized the whole movie. Like, to be fair, I don't know if I stand by that clip. <laughs> it's a pretty mean-spirited thing going after his weight. But, uh, I mean, we point out that we're just having fun. I feel like from the tone, you got to be able to tell it. We're just joking around. We're not, like, it's not real venom. But, you know. Fuck you. <laughs> all right it's time for us all to officially go on the record as pro or anti brendan fraser sounds like nancy you're anti brendan fraser just as a person like or? in 2016 like i could give a shit about brendan fraser no i say give him a chance sure i'm pro brendan fraser i'll give him a chance but not in a, in a leading role i still stand by he looks weird odd <laughs> film <laughs> That's one of the meanest comments too. Like he does, he looks he looks inhuman. That's like it's his, an amorphous blob piled into clothes. That's his profession is appearing on film. If he's kind of like off to the side, it's like the buddy or a character actor, some sort of mutant. It is weird though. Four years have gone by. He still hasn't really 
done that, which will be a good career trajectory for him. Gosh, yeah. Just like a few years ago, I remember, I think I was seeing Inside Lewin Davis, and there's a trailer for like this drama where he was like the emotional father of like a girl who's like a drug addict. And the trailer came on, and I laughed out loud. <laughs> My girlfriend I was like, quit, stop, it, stop, don't do that. <laughs> like, I laughed at Brendan. I'm guessing you were the only person <laughs> laughing at the theater. I was absolutely the only person that laughing. Is I do feel bad about it. <laughs> I feel bad about it, but you know, at the end of the day, you go to YouTube, you search Brendan Fraser fat, who's the first result? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up, uh, here's a fun clip from when we kind of started getting into the habit of uh, pitching our own movies instead of just talking about other people's movies. This uh, one is called Children's Playthings That Should Never Be Movies, which I believe was inspired by Battleship, which was coming out at the time. And this is about a movie called Slinky the Magic Quilt. Uh Moving on, we have Slinky. It's, uh, oh. I don't need to explain Slinky. It's a spring that goes down the stairs. So here's the rumor. Henry Vera Villanueva, the president and CEO of H2V Entertainment, is directing a CGI animated feature tentatively titled Slinky, a magic quilt. A magic quilt? (laughs) Quilt? That's what I quilt. Like a blanket? That's all I read. So I does it read the... even have anything to do with Slinky? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, some involvement. Like the name? <laughs> well, Slinky's a very popular toy. Kids would be like, I know what a Slinky is. I'm going to go see Slinky <laughs> Magic Quilt. Let me, let me check this out to see what this quilt is exactly. Because <laughs> Is it like a quilt like that you sew? <laughs> what I imagine for a Slinky movie is have you guys seen the film Stealth? Okay, so you're going to take this in a totally different direction. <laughs> I remember like, seeing trailers movie, for it. Slinky the movie sounds like they have something. That movie with like the uh, jet pilots yeah, and one was like a robot. One's a robot. Yeah. It's, it's like a plane that flies itself. And Jamie Foxx. They're like, this is the best weapon ever. But then it betrays them and they have to bring it down. <laughs> so the Slinky, I imagine, it's like, we've invented the ultimate weapon. It has infinite propulsion. It can't be stopped as long as it has a slight decline to go down. <laughs> but then it's out of control and they have to stop it. And it could be. I guess it could be Jamie Foxx. That's about, <laughs> that's about what he's doing these days. <laughs> So you said it. The actual plot is it's a magical quilt. (laughs) I don't know what that means, John. That was just the name. I'm sure that's just the plot. Is that like a magic carpet, but warmer? You know, the more the more I read about this, I mean, has anyone ever heard of H two V Entertainment? No. This sounds like straight to DVD. Probably is. (laughs) I've just uncovered more information. The main character is this comes from the guy who owns H two V. Main character is a big Indiana Jones type slinky, and uh, he's on an adventurous quest. But it's a character driven film, like Ice Age. So he is a slinky. (laughs) Yeah, the character is a slinky. How do you anthropomorph- anthropomorphize a slinky? Like, how do you, how do you make that a relatable eyes, he, like, thing? Arms that he jumps Where do you around? put eyes on a slinky? Like googly eyes on the top of the slinky. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Oh, maybe they'll do it like it's a slinky animal. Like the top part is an animal and then there's like slinky dog. Mm-hmm. No. But that's already been done. So, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, that, they already had a slinky in Toy Story. This is also a slinky. So I don't see why it can't be. Because there are slinkies that are animals. Yeah, like in Toy Story. Yeah, there are, there are other ones. I don't think so. I think they'll do it. Just a normal slinky. It'll just be a normal slinky. Yeah, because what you're talking about makes way too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at googly eyes. And they'll have some really shitty, like, B-list actor or something. Have, like, Not Chris D-list, Klein or like, something. Like, D-list, like, Alan Thicke. Aw. <laughs> Alan Thicke can't play slinky. He's got to be, like, Slinky's dad. Yeah, that's why I meant to be, like, a background uh, character. And Alan Thicke as Slinky's dad. Will Sean Connery be in it? The voice of Slinky. Because <laughs> he was in that, what was that movie he was in? That really shitty looking CGI movie. I just remember the subtitle was like the world's greatest granddad. He's like, they're destroying the dam. Stop <laughs> <laughs> it. He rides a skateboard. That looked awful. I imagine, yeah, Slinky's going to be that caliber. So he could have very well have It's Sean got Sean Cutter's voice and Alan Thicke's body. Wait, so there's people? It's not CG? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a mix? I don't know. Okay, they motion capture Alan <laughs> Did you literally just say a movie's going to motion capture Alan Thick? Acting as a slinky. <laughs> Jumping up and crumpling down. Just to think that that sentence would ever get said. <laughs> Alan Thick is going to be. All right, Alan, this time we need you to jump headfirst down the stairs and then backflip out of it. <laughs> I've never seen Colin It's like 60 years old. <laughs> but he's got a lot of commercial appeal. Alan Thick in Slinky. Rolling into theaters this Colin is literally dying. <laughs> Okay, so I explained when I said that. I didn't mean he was going to be motion captured as the slinky. I just thought he'd be motion captured like, you know, one of those Robert Zemeckis movies where he's a, you know, I figured he would be an animated character. But then when I imagined how ridiculous I think that was, I put that together and I just couldn't stop laughing. So that, is, that is a pretty funny image. Did we not put together that H2V would be home to video? I don't think we I, it's, did. It's actually, I think it's it's the that guy who owns the rights. His name is Henry Vera Villanueva. Mm. So HVV are his initials. Mm. I think he actually is notable in some extent, to some extent in Hollywood. I can't remember mm-hmm. what he's produced. That movie's still not out yet, unfortunately. I don't Aww. think a single movie from that list ever came out. No, we talked about uh, the Ouija movie. Oh, yeah, we did. That got made. Ouija. Oh, yeah, That's we the- did. We did. So there you go. I, I think most of those movies were, you know, like Battleship was such a bomb that they're like, they didn't. Yeah. It's too bad. We had a lot of good ideas. There's like, like Slinky. Like a Candyland Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> I remember my favorite was, um, oh, is that a different one? Was Magic, was Magic Kingdom? A, that's Fairy Tales. What's was Magic Kingdom? Um, that's chill. That's not a child's play thing. No, no. I mean, it, 
is. <laughs> sort of. It's an environment. Is Disneyland a child's play thing? You go to play there, it is a thing. I was just trying to think because I feel like out of all the episodes we've done, that's the one I've ever, uh, where I've seen you laugh the most. Was that topic? I mean, that was definitely where we got the idea to start doing Pitching Tense, which is a podcast where we just pitch our own movies just because we laughed like so much recording that podcast and we had such a good time. <laughs> Making these ridiculous movies. Because I remember the most I ever laughed on an episode was when we talked about a movie where Disneyland comes to life. And that includes oh, yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. And it's Rick Moranis coming off the screen and he's 100 feet tall. <laughs> that image. <laughs> I still think about it. Yeah, those I mean, pitches. That's a podcast you could like do every five years. Because like, aren't they making like a Tetris trilogy or something <laughs> that was the rumor yeah a trilogy uh, of tetris is that the tetris story is too epic to be told in one film <laughs> i saw that headline what the hell i would hope it's a, like about the guy that made tetris right it's not about shapes it's yeah there's a pretty great story about how because that guy is like russian and it's like the 80s and so the crumbling soviet empire like denied him all royalties from that game and yeah, he got pretty fucked. Like, but it's probably going to be about like aliens are evading and they need like to funnel their ships <laughs> in down in different shapes. And... They have their battle hymn. I learned how to play that song for a guitar class. I remember. I saw that performance. Well done, John. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of two songs I can play on guitar. Yeah. All right. So this next clip. Um... I feel like we recorded at Nancy's house. I don't know why. We just were too lazy to drive over to the studio that night. But it is a uh, top ten future technology. Oh, okay. So Nancy Tracker, he's living in Seattle then at this point. Yeah, he had moved to Greenwood. Has that apartment there. And we were still living with the parents. All right. All right. Anyways, let's listen to this clip, which is <laughs> kind of in the same vein as the last one. Teleporter devices. You know, you need to go somewhere. You walk in your teleporter. Boom, you're there in like a minute. Of course, a minute. I don't know <laughs> what happens in that minute. It takes so long. It's when, load. I don't know. It's got a buffer. So you can't go to the bathroom when you're in the transport. No. Well, unless you want to become a poop man. I feel like you could. <laughs> why? Why would you do that? I'm a poop man. <laughs> John wants to see that. Is that a superhero? <laughs> Who are you? I'm poop man. <laughs> I can't believe talking about transporter devices. Now we're talking about poop man. <laughs> I can't believe it takes one minute to be transported. <laughs> this guy's like, nope, I gotta go. <laughs> you gotta know him in. And everyone's just watching him. He's like, I'm going. <laughs> Are you... What do you mean they're watching? Who's watching? <laughs> Whoever's operating the teleporter. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. He's like, fixing it. He's like, I gotta go. <laughs> Wait, guys, I gotta go, I gotta go. No, we can't open it. We can't. They're just going for it. <laughs> I feel like it would have to be like diarrhea. So we'd be like, 
makes you one year. <laughs> this is the main problem why John's idea is bad because it can't take a whole minute. You're gonna have accidents. <laughs> What if this is like totally commonplace after a little while? Oh yeah, another poop man came out. <laughs> so, what was the context of that? What, what's the list? Top ten future technologies. So we're basically just talking about what our favorite sort of theoretical things that they will invent in the future, like how much we like them. And I listened to a little bit of that podcast yesterday, and. Apparently, we were all about tube technology because <laughs> that was number one. And it is interesting to think about that, like, four years ago, everybody was talking about tube technology. Not so talking. much anymore. I, don't, I haven't bit. heard anything, but maybe. Bit. They, like, tested a train, right, in, like, Nevada or something. Yeah. I think it's all pretty theoretical still yeah. at this point. Because the way they're describing it, it's like it has to be a totally flat, like, dis- the entire distance has to be the same elevation. Like, we can probably find that in California somewhere. I'm like, fuck you. No way. It's impossible. Kill us all. It was just funny to hear us try to explain how this stuff would work and like trying to wrap our mind around how these scientific devices function and how they what they performed. It's like like we had any idea. Like we sound as, uh, particularly stupid on that episode. My, my favorite part of that clip is when like we're all laughing and I'm just like uh, diarrhea. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like let's see how far we can take this. <laughs> like it sounded like I had like a coherent thought, but I just couldn't get it out. <laughs> the only word that came out. Oh, it was diarrhea. <laughs> I, there's one part where I'm laughing so much you can't even understand what I'm saying. He's like, oh, he goes to the thing. <laughs> you definitely do the same thing I did that last clip where you just like lose it because you're laughing so hard you can't even like breathe or make coherent sentences. I mean, used to think that a guy would get in a device and be like, <laughs> like John did a scenario. Yeah, oh, well, I'm just going for it. Drops his pants and just starts pooping in a double so, teleport. So remind me, because I couldn't gather from that clip, like what we were laughing at. Like what was the scenario? Basically, you get in a teleporter device. It's going to take you anywhere you want to go. Yeah. But you have to wait for a solid minute for it to work. Yeah. And this guy gets in and he's got to go, but they won't let him out. So he's just like, well, I'm just going to go for it. The poop drops. And then, like in the movie The Fly, he merges with the poop and becomes a poop man. <laughs> Why would that happen? Well, you know, like in The Fly, he got in the thing with a fly, turned yeah. into a fly man. Is that there a teleporter? It was a teleporter. Oh, so okay. a poop man. I feel like it's a that's a pretty good premise for a <laughs> so really we, shitty comedy we movie. Just, <laughs> we just made, like, the scary movie of The Fly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got it. Great. The parody. South Park episode of The Fly. Yeah. yeah. But in our version, he also became a superhero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently, there's other poop men. They're bad. Because no one can hold their bowels for a minute. Diarrhea man's the worst. Yeah, like probably in line for the teleporter for like a really long time. <laughs> and if you get out, you have to get all the way back to the back of the line. It makes the teleporter kind of moot, doesn't it? I mean, if you're going like real far. But yeah, teleporting's not for everyone. It's a first class thing. All right. <laughs> Here's another clip uh, that, uh, you know, if you don't know us personally, probably won't raise your opinion of us very much. But it is from uh, our top 10 Batman villains. Uh, we're talking about Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. Of course, she uses her sex appeal. 
Oh yeah. To you know seduce people, but she's she's smarter than that. She's she's not like she's not just a whore or something. She's mm-hmm. using her wit to no. sex. She's a she's just a whore. <laughs> Can we talk about the fake lips? Is that what you would have called her? You would have called her plant Can we talk about the fake lips? Yeah, let's let's talk about Batman and Robin again. Uma Thurman. (laughs) Sean, Sean, what what do you remember about... What I remember about Poison Ivy... I like how we always get Sean to just... (laughs) (laughs) He's seen it so many times. He says the Batman movie he's watched the most. Probably, yeah. So... What I remember is she would she was so seductive, she would... She had a poisonous kiss, and that's how she would get people. She would seduce them and kiss them and then they'd like die or become her slave or something. And Babin and Robin were going to stop her and they knew about this. And their plan was there wasn't just uh, don't kiss her. They knew God she's What did what did George Clooney say? She's, their plan? He's like, listen, this is, she's so hot. I just can't resist looking at her. I gotta put my mouth on her mouth. And so the the plan they devised was put plastic lips on and then kiss her. And then she's like, gotcha bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and then Batman's like, uh, uh, and he peels the plastic lips off. Since I've never seen this movie, I imagine that, that the plastic lips are like those, <laughs> the wax lips. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're transparent. Yeah, and yeah. they just, like, it's like a mouth condom. Oh, oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. There you go. Oh, yeah. Mouth condom. Gotcha. What gotcha. if he'd gotten spit in his mouth? <laughs> well, yeah. But I guess Batman does not French. He's just a lip man. He's just a lip man. It's just like, what if she kissed his chin? Game over. <laughs> I just don't understand. He could have just worn a mask or something over his face. Yeah, there's but lots no. of things he could have done. <laughs> this is what He's he like, chose no, I'm going to do. for it. I'm, I spent money on these lips. <sighs> That's really sad, actually. Poison Ivy did kind of just turn into a temptress, didn't she? As yeah. time went on, she started out as this cool feminist eco-terrorist character. And then... Just seeing, like, how naked you can get her. Yeah. Because <laughs> she just needs to be wearing plants. Basically, just has... She can just rock the Adam and Eve look. You know, that you... Mm-hmm. Uh, in the video game, she's wearing... She's like a plant lady, so it's it's kind of weird that she wears clothes, but she's just wearing like like an open teddy and panties. <laughs> oh. This is pretty. But you can't you can't get with that. You'll get the worst kind of STD. Dead STD. <laughs> <laughs> Dead STD. Yeah, that almost works. <laughs> but I mean. Like the one from the cartoon show and from the comics, earlier comics. I like that one, the eco-terrorist, uh, that that villain. So I, I like Poison Ivy. Yeah. I think she kind of stepped in as the the main woman villain mm-hmm. in Batman when Catwoman becomes ambiguous. I always like seeing her giant plant monster <laughs> things, like little oh. shop horse, feed me, those kind of things. Well, not sure where that sentence was going when you started it. <laughs> I always like Cedar Giant <laughs> yeah. tits. Yes. Yeah. That's that, what that's, I like. And then that's, we all high five. Yeah. Great fuck parade. yeah. That sound bites out there, Carl. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's what people are. That will be like, you're crazy. God damn it. <laughs> giant tits. I, I don't have fuck no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going, yeah. Fuck yeah. Use your hands the, in the ro- air. You got like the Rocky statue. <laughs> 
Is it me just standing on a like a giant sculpted parrot tit <laughs> going upwards? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, There'll be a button you press it and it says that. It says your tag. <laughs> we got it recorded now. Yeah. Really tacky <laughs> tombstone you have. Well, whatever. I'll be. You will remember that guy? I'll be dead. Whatever. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just trying to save up to have a really sweet memorial for myself like that. <laughs> this guy's a badass. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, this guy. <laughs> this guy. I'm talking about this guy. <laughs> like that will be the, the the grave that frap guys like to drink near. Yeah, there'll be just a mountain of <laughs> beer cans, <laughs> beer cans, and uh, condom lips. <laughs> yeah. So many directions. Yeah. <laughs> it, goes, it goes in a lot of places. Is this our first example of the nerd slurp so far? We, we did it a lot. It was, that was like our catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we'd get too dirty about something, which, you know, we did a lot, we'd go, I guess, to, like, mock the person being a nerd. Oh, yeah, I think the idea is you're, like, doing, like, uh, a nerd who's like so excited to talk about one of his areas of expertise that he like starts like <laughs> slobbering as he's speaking. He's got to suck it all back. So he's got to suck it all back in so he can keep talking about how the Enterprise's transporter breaks up your matter into tiny atoms. Mm-hmm. Poison ivy. Did you really think I was going to say I always love seeing her giant tits? <laughs> no, it just it, it was it just, just funny the way. Well, because there's like a slight pause. <laughs> yeah. and we're talking about her being in underwear. Yeah, all we're talking about is how suggestively she's dressed and how she's just a temptress. And you take that pause and you're like, well, he, he could he could say something. Yeah, we giant, her giant tits. And I just said it. You know, it was what we were all thinking. <laughs> but it's out there. Got a know. got a nice ta- uh, taste of Sean's George Clooney impression as well. Oh, great George Clooney impression! I haven't heard it in a while. It's basically Sean just talking in a quieter like, voice, like lower and like more, a little more. It's like crowded. Sean vocal fry. <laughs> <laughs> vocal fry isn't real. What is vocal fry? We don't need a to miss. Okay, fine. <laughs> is vocal fry real, Sean? It's as real as Tomorrowland, baby. <laughs> It's hard for me to imagine George Clooney saying, baby. Baby. <laughs> baby. I'm an asshole, but I'm not a fucking asshole. <laughs> Is that a line from a George Clooney movie? Something like that from... Uh, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin, right. <laughs> <laughs> when he kicks Robin out of uh, Wayne Manor. It's funny that, because, you know, back in, when we recorded this, I hadn't seen it, but now I've seen it twice. Too much changes. Mm-hmm. We're all growing up. We're all growing up. Watching Batman movies. So I think that was another radio station podcast, right? So yeah. Nancy's probably still living in that, Seattle. That might have been one of my first in the studio. I'm yeah. I'm excited. Mm. Mm. Were we calling you up, like the Mariner one? Were we calling you in? Or yeah, we, you yeah, call me Skype. via satellite. Nice. But yeah. Cool stuff. That's cool. I miss that place. Pretty sweet. I miss getting lost on the way home every time. <laughs> every yeah. time. Whatever. Uh, our next one is from a uh, episode we did called One Hit Wonders of the 1980s. This is us talking about the song Turning Japanese. <laughs> Is this racist? 
No, I, I swear to God, it's about masturbating. Turning Japanese is not about masturbating. It has. It just talks the lead about singer of the band freaking went. On he TV is to full say, of shit. <laughs> He has okay. no idea what he's okay. talking about. Okay. All the lyrics are, I've got your picture, and I want to see your, like, I want yeah, to see but your Yeah, well, how is turning Japanese? What does that line have to do about masturbation? That's, you're squinting hard because you're <laughs> in, just deep in the throes of ejaculation. Deep euphoria is coming over you. <laughs> Why would somebody write something that's not only, like, God, that's like racist. Because like squeezing your eyes. It's about masturbation. So you're saying the song's about <laughs> masturbation, and the song is racist. Yes, yes. It's filthy it and is racist. guilty on both counts. That's no, no. This is it's about like absorbing Japanese culture. What does Japanese culture have to do with? I'm putting my picture it's, of you up in my prison well, cell. It's a, <laughs> does he say prison cell? I don't recall anything about a prison cell. It's he's in love with someone and. Maybe she, she's like it. Japanese. He's, he's just getting into all that stuff. I'm not buying God. it. I'm absolutely not buying it. I think you're making a pretty good case for it, Sean. Maybe we can devote an entire podcast to the subject because it seems like a deep one. But uh... string Japanese is about jerking, and I'm fine with that because it's a fun song to it's listen fun. to. It's so upbeat, so it's fast. It's a funny, racist topic to write a song about, and I'm pretty cool with like them pulling that one over on everyone. And just <laughs> Talking about self-pleasure. I like it, but you're making me not like it. <laughs> just talking about all this stuff. This like, is a night. This is an upbeat, fun song. Yeah, about a deranged maniac who's been locked up in prison and He's looking forward to his next conjugal visit really, really a lot. So he's jacking all the time. He's turning Japanese. Yeah. He can't yeah, be stopped. Uh, well, no sex, no drugs, no wine, no women. Prison. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Why even bother putting in the da 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 dun 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 if it is no way about Asian culture? Because clearly these people, they studied the ancient art of magic. And learned about misdirection. Like you think, if they're writing the song, they probably would have come up with the da 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 da, da putting that in there before maybe the turning Japanese part of like lyric. I don't even give a shit anyway. Just... I like the song though. I think we all like the song. I just don't like how Sean likes it. <laughs> <laughs> and the music video is nothing like that. Well, obviously not. If they made that music that's video. Not the, that's not the video they really wanted showed. They had a, they had a different vision. It's maniac. Putting up pictures of God. people's organs. Jerking it to it. Deal with it. You've had like 30 years to get used to this. Well said. Net. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was pissed. I, I love that exchange. I'm still. Maybe, I'm just pissed hearing it. This is maybe the most heated we've ever gotten on this podcast is about the most inane thing I can think of. Whether still feel that way, Sean? It's about masturbation. Do I still believe that I'm correct in my analysis? <laughs> you can just go on. The guy said it tons of times. It's not about masturbation. Oh, John, John. John. If, well, if. if is it one of those things where it's like once an artist is done with it, it doesn't belong to him anymore? So it's like now we get to decide what it's about. 
Well, okay, there is that. There is definitely that part of it. But I also, I think a big part of my argument is, like, he got away with it, you know? You think it's a cover, like, like he's saying now, oh, no, yeah. it's not. I'm not racist. Like, yeah. you don't admit to a crime if no one's caught you. I just, I've never heard that, like, term used before. I mean, obviously, I couldn't have heard it before, but in any other time, aside from that it, song, it is an it's not like a common, like, term. oh, looks like I'm turning Japanese tonight. <laughs> Nobody uses that. It's not like a yeah, phrase. Like, it's a weird phrase. <laughs> There's just no. You can't. Do Japanese people use it? Oh, they already They're are Japanese. already they Japanese. Don't, they, don't, they don't need to. Yeah, but it says a phrase. Tonight. <laughs> tonight. Who announces this to another person? I'm <laughs> tonight. I'm turning Japanese. Tonight. Tonight. Uh, we clearly were arguing about that before we started recording because, like, as soon as it started, we're you yelling just, at each other. Jump, jump, jump immediately. Uh, that song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I like the song. Yeah, I, like I just don't song. like how Sean looks at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's the way it is. Art. Some people like it for different reasons, and that's okay. Except there, there is a weird lyric in there where he's like, I've got your picture, I've got your picture, I'd like a million of you over myself. And that's, that doesn't really make sense if you think that's like semen, but I don't know what that means. It's weird. <laughs> a million of you over myself. Maybe it just means pictures around him, I guess. I don't know. An immersive experience. An immersive experience. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm gross. <laughs> yeah, these last few clips have not been the most highbrow conversations. This one, uh, you know, it's a little more family friendly. We're talking about our top ten Nintendo sixty four games. Right, here's a quick one. Uh, at GameWorks, they had this game called Wave Race in arcades, and I played it, and it was awesome. I was playing it with my dad and two other people. They actually had four of the arcade machines there, all linked up. Just two other random people. Yeah, and uh, and this was an arcade machine where he was actually like the controller was a giant jet ski oh, yeah. with like working throttles, and he sat on it and, and tilted around. And it had a button on there that said, like, emergency. And I was in fourth place, so I hit the emergency button, and the game said, emergency, emergency. Everyone get off. The game is over. <laughs> so is, if it's a real emergency, like, it's yeah, not within the game. I, I think it was supposed to be, like, if you, like, turned bad and, like, crushed your foot with the jet ski or something. <laughs> So what did the other guys like? They're like, fuck this little kid. No one knew. No one knew. And, no, la- dude, and later I told my dad, my dad was like, oh, that was you. <laughs> no. Did you think it was like a boost button? Yeah, because it's a big red flashing button that said emergency. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm losing. I'm in fourth grade. This is emergency. You know, like Men in Black. You hit the big red button and boost you forward. But uh, I was Emergency. Does that pop up on everybody's screen? Yeah. They, no one can play. No one can guy, play. I ruined the game the for place. the four of us. <laughs> I did that every time I was losing. Emerge. This is fucking emergency. <laughs> anyway, because of that, I felt short-changed, and I always wanted more Wave Race, and uh, it turned out the same game came out on Nintendo 64 as, uh, as Wave Race 64, and it was, I don't know, one of the better racers on the console. 
Um, this was like a launch title, wasn't it? I think so. It was around there, and it looked like the water was like gorgeous. Like, oh my god, how could water look this good? Did the N sixty four? Did the N sixty four version have the emergency button? No, I like don't... you, you press it, and then like someone comes over from like Nintendo or like a representative. It's like the help I fall in, I can't get up. <laughs> but with your wave range. Sorry, did you just take it away from? It's me? a super advanced console with internet access. <laughs> You have to dial it up to your phone line. Oh, it's fun to make retro internet noises. Yeah, some top-notch Foley work there, guys. I just love the nostalgia anytime we can exchange stories where before that episode I hadn't heard it, you know? Yeah, that was kind of a fun thing. About this podcast because, you know, we weren't only just talking about this pop culture that we liked. It was also sort of about our personal experiences with different things. And every once in a while, you, you'd get some weird, uh, <laughs> like, like, confession <laughs> that you'd never known about. One that I didn't put out or put in this uh, clip rotation was I remember we were talking about... Uh, our top ten Pixar movies. John revealed that the first time he saw Toy Story, he pooped his pants. <laughs> I was like feeling kind of iffy, and you were like, "You're, you're kind of old to be pooping your pants." It was '95. You're like six. <laughs> In the a little sto- bit. Yeah. <laughs> this is a nice learning experience, uh, despite the fact that I've known you guys forever. There are still some things that were just waiting to be unleashed. On the airwaves, accidentally slip out. My favorite part about Sean's story is it it, it just kind of gives this view of kind of how Sean's brain works, and like you know, he's very, (laughs) you know, you're a gamer, Sean. You know, so you're looking at anything in your disposal (laughs) (laughs) that could be part of the game. You know, and that. I'd love to see this machine and like see what that emergency button looks like. Did you? So was it on the jet ski? Yeah. So yeah. everyone had their own emergency button. I. What I think what it was is like you just had like the throttle. Mm-hmm. Where then, was it and on? Then the... There was like maybe a start button and that like emergency button in the middle. That seems ridiculous that they put that. I mean, as a UX guy now, I mean, how, what, what are you thinking about that? Like uh, yeah, I, I think just I think the ambiguity in it just being labeled emergency. <laughs> uh, well, what would you have labeled it? Like real life emergency, or or maybe yeah, I think I think you put like a detailed warning on, and maybe make it a recessed button so you don't accidentally hit it. You know, it sounds like it's a pretty big button. It was <laughs> a pretty big button. button. In my well, in my memory, it's like the biggest button you've ever seen. <laughs> in life. Of you just hit it with your palm. Yeah, it's. Huge, mm-hmm. but no one knew. I guess no one, no one understood. I mean, that, that's I did a good thing because like we we figured out what that button does now. It was a learning experience. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, uh, some great critical analysis. <laughs> yes, on, by us. Uh, now you know never to press a button that says emergency yeah. under any circumstance. <laughs> and you know, wave race is good because the water looks so good. It's, okay. it's like real. <laughs> I mean, these clips we're showing, we actually talk about the stuff. There is some critical analysis that went on in our show, but 
you know, the best parts were just the yeah. moments this is why that made us it. laugh. Yeah, we. It, I mean, that's the weird thing about this show is it became so much more about the tangents we went off on rather than the actual topics we were talking about, which, you know, it's fine. you, you got to have a starting place and just build from there. We just built in these very strange directions. Um, so next one, I believe, was our... Last episode that we recorded at the radio station, it was top ten celebrity man crushes. And uh, this is talking about Christian Bale. So I'm going to guess, John, you're the one who put Christian Bale on the list. Here's a last-minute edition. Uh, he's pretty handsome, and I okay. I know that he's kind of a loose kid. <laughs> he's kind of a loose kid. He's got a temper. He's got. Uh, there's that thing where you like. What, he punched his sister or something? <laughs> or he, like, physically abused his mom and his sister. And then there's the whole uh, the whole thing with with yelling at the technician. <laughs> you know, like, what the... You're a nice guy. Yeah, but nice guy. See, that's the thing. That breakup would be terrible. It's like, listen, you're a nice guy. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but, but, and this summer... I just feel like he's really sh- shown through as as a nice guy. He was trying to be a, a little softer. He uh, there was all the shooting people. He went to go visit them. I was just reading just today, or it was the other day, about this like kid with leukemia, and he like took him to Disneyland and like hung out with him and stuff. I don't know, he, he's Didn't he v- visit the uh, Aurora victims? Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. With this. that's what John meant when he said with all the shooting people. Or whatever there was like other. Yeah. Oh, that was a really vague thing to say. <laughs> all the shoot. Well, I didn't want to go because it's sad. Um, but yeah, he's he's been uh, he's been doing some some nice things lately. Though he has been kind of weird in the past, and he does seem weird in interviews. You ever seen that interview with him and Mark Wahlberg where he starts singing the Powerpuff Girls theme song? <laughs> I have, yes. <laughs> like, but I, I like to think that he's trying to calm down like russell crowe russell crowe was kind of intense and he's kind of softened up over the years a little bit physically <laughs> and <laughs> temperamentally physically, yeah he's getting kind of doughy <laughs> is that really the whole clip yeah that's the whole clip i'm sure the conversation went on longer um I really like that episode because <laughs> it's the like one of the weirdest ones we ever yeah. did because our parameters were like we're, you were talking about our top ten man crushes, and we almost like sort of envisioned, like theoretically, if we were like in a relationship with them, yeah, that, like that's... what would be the pros and cons of being in a relationship with like yeah. Bilber? We kept or... going back and forth between like we weren't really sure. Is this like oh we're just like friends or like is it sexual? <laughs> and we kept trying to like reinstate. It's not sexual. It's like a. <laughs> Uh, like elevated friendship or but something, it, but it kept going there. Yeah, like yeah, John's literally talking about breaking up with Christian Bale. In well, this I mean, <laughs> a part of it was we were kind of judging them on their looks. These were celebrities who we thought were like handsome, but, but I mean, some not as much. But <laughs> it was a weird one. But I, I like it. I like the weird sexual tension, like underlying everything <laughs> we talked about. Who won that list? Was it George Clooney? It was George Clooney. I think that was one where you were the dissenter because you wanted it to be John Hamm, which mm-hmm. I got because he's a good guy, but handsome. he's very handsome. But you just can't compete with George Clooney, man. Timeless. Timeless. 
<sighs> Too bad he's, he's been scooped up since then. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. All the times have changed. Off the market. I'm know? sure a lot of those guys were not on the market. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were mostly <laughs> married guys. <laughs> but then we come on in like, hey, how's hey. it going? I can't believe that's the last episode we we did at the studio. We have this nice facility, and that's like, you know what we're going to spend like 90 minutes talking about? <laughs> I mean, we didn't really know what we were getting into. That's part of our formula is we have a spreadsheet with a, a list of things to talk about, but no one ever does like exhaustive research, and we don't know how these things are going to shake out. Goes where it goes. And so, yeah, I think when we were making that list, it was more just like guys, you know, like Bill Murray, like like Bill Murray just gets a pass. Like all, I'm always interested in his movies, matter how stupid they look. But then it was like, but but how is he in bed? Will he take care of me when I get sick? Sneak out at night. All right. So should we move on to the? Uh, the non-studio era when we uh, didn't have really nice recording equipment and we I guess we we did it over Skype um, Nancy had moved to Arizona and uh, yeah it took us a while to like figure out a process of making it actually sound good when we were doing everything over Skype so this clip probably doesn't sound as good but let's see uh, yeah so oh we want to talk about like how we were recording them so people can track. Like at this stage, sure. If we you were... want, if you uh, aspiring podcasters out there want to know how not to do it, yeah. So at this point, I had set up GarageBand to record the Skype phone call and my microphone, and so, and we at this point we also knew you have to wear headphones, otherwise you can hear the call. <laughs> uh, I think mic. when we first started doing it this way, we were just using our computer microphones. Yeah. I don't know if I had my own mic at that point. I remember I went out and bought a USB microphone at Walmart, and it was garbage. <laughs> uh, so this was this is a Skype call and me edited together. <laughs> and uh, the episode is the top ten James Bond songs, which I believe we went through every single like theme song there's ever been for a James Bond movie. I think 22 at the time, right? Yeah, I believe uh, Skyfall was coming out at the time. That's what it was in honor of, but we're not talking about that in this clip. We're talking about Octopussy. The worst title in the history of films ever, Octopussy, with its theme <laughs> all-time high. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I gotta stop right here. How, how is this the theme to the coolest super spy in the world? That was like it's like the theme song to Golden Girls or something. <laughs> I was gonna say the exact same thing, but not like the regular thing, like an emotional like episode, like an emotional thing. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Like someone like, died. Any more like soft, just like contemporary, adult contemporary. It's so. It's like it makes me laugh. That's how cheesy. It's so it is. weak. It's. Yeah, this does not feel Bond like at all. 
out of all the the Bond movies where you could have gone with say, singing the name of the movie, couldn't you remember? Can, can you imagine Octopussy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just get yeah. like a metal band to do it. Get like Quiet Riot. <laughs> Octopussy. We're still in the. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this this is the last Roger Moore? No, there's one after this. I think this one and the one after this are supposed to be like the absolute worst ones. <laughs> I know that people hate Octopussy because it has one of the most unbond moments where he dresses up like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I just so, imagine he dresses up like a clown and then this song starts. So did Timothy Dalton only do one movie? No, he did two. We got both of them on here, too, so we'll, we'll get to those. I can only assume the, the Bond girl in this one was B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been this a, a real movie. Does they they, they would have been about the really? same age. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It sounds made up. It's called Octopussy. This is the song they chose for the theme song. He dresses up like a clown. I think this is just a big hoax. It's so concocted. It doesn't actually exist. It doesn't sound too bad. So I, yeah, I get, yeah, you're right. The yeah, audio I'm quality. surprised. No, I don't we, think that was a Skype one because it sounded like we were all listening to the music together. Yeah. But I was not there. But I don't know how I heard it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I was still in Ellsberg. I, I mean, granted, I don't. There's a four episode gap between this one and the uh, Man Crushers one, so I'm sure there. are the ones in between there are shittier. I don't know. Maybe we'd, we'd figured it out faster than I remembered. Well, I think I was recording by that yeah, point. That's how it's in guess. Arizona. Oh. Hmm. How'd you do it? Well, I'm trying to remember how I let you guys hear the songs. Some oh. somehow through this mm. guy. Yeah, it happened. Okay, oh. so. Does Octopussy exist? Do you remember that one, Nancy? You've seen it, right? By now. What do you mean? I think I missed something. Does the, what do you mean, does Octopussy exist? No, it was the dumb joke I made in the clip. I'm sorry you weren't listening. It, it's, it's the one I'm up to. You know, I've been doing the, the Bond movies oh, yeah, this yeah, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you. How's uh, it going? That's just watched. Uh, it's funny how ignorant I was back then. That, that was like, cause I, when, was that in November? Because Skyfall came out in, in November. Yeah, of, uh, yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah. So I, I would have been just like, I think I had just like ordered them and was going through, because that was like my Yuma adventure for like three months or something. So you're you're on Octopussy. Yeah. I just what, was, saw, what was the last one you watched? Uh, for your eyes only. That one comes out in nineteen eighty one, and it's like all it. They just immediately switched to like extremely eighty eighties James Bond like. Like, they don't even use, like, James Bond music. It's just, like, synth stuff. And somewhere he, like, climbs a, a giant cliff, if you remember that yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. So, Octopussy is, um... It's kind of boring at the beginning, and there's all this weird shit. And then, like, I don't feel like the clown... Th- it just comes out of nowhere. It's like, <laughs> why is he doing this? But, you know, that's the same year that Never Say Never Again. Are you going to watch that? It's on Netflix. You and your dad should watch that because it's, it's fucking awesome. I think it'll be, if we do watch it, it'll be after. No, you done. should watch it at the same time. 
Really? I think it's it's on two different TVs. Yeah, simultaneously. Yes. Came out the same year. That's, is it good? Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's, Sean Connery's probably pretty old there, too. Yeah, but Still younger than Roger Moore. Yeah, and he's <laughs> fucking Sean Connery, you know? It's, it's just, it's really fun to see, you know, like, what a bizarre thing to do. Are they allowed to use James Bond music nope. and stuff? Nope. You don't hear, you know, you don't hear anything. It's Are like, they allowed to do like the gun barrel opening? They're not allowed to do anything. Wow. It's just James Bond. There's a different cue. There's, it doesn't feel like James Bond at all, except for when you're watching, you know, Sean Connery. They're allowed to do lots of sex, though, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just open it like that. Why would they not be allowed to do lots of sex? <laughs> open it like that. I, I suggest you watch it. All right. It's great. Yeah, I've always wanted to see it. You know, since we did that list, there's been another Bond theme. How does it rank among the other ones? Are we talking about the Sam Smith Writings one? on the wall? I don't even remember. I don't remember it either. It's okay. Won an Oscar. Really? Yeah, didn't you watch the... Uh, well, we watched the ceremony. I guess you weren't there. And he's like, I'm not sure if this is true, but I think I'm the first gay man to ever win an Oscar, which is totally not, not true. true. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. The song, that song's okay. I don't think it would have made our top ten, though. Maybe it would have been... 10. No, it would not have made our top ten. I like this song more than I like that song. That song's not that bad. This no, you, no way. This song's terrible. <laughs> it has a terrible intro, but I feel like by the time it gets to the chorus, it's, it's a little better. It's a little more Bondy. I don't think it's Bondy for one second. It is not even remotely Bondy, but it's like I could see if you could enjoy it on a, a cheesy, guilty pleasure level. Like it's got a catchy. For your eyes only, theme way. isn't that different from this. They're just working their way in this direction, I feel like, <laughs> over the Roger Moore series. <laughs> and then the next one was that uh, Duran Duran song. So they're probably like, dude, we got to get something cooler than this shit. <laughs> Let's get Duran Duran. Our audience is going to get too old to go to the movie theaters. So we're going to stay at home and watch VHS. I'd say Octopussy is the worst fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm really not looking forward to it. <laughs> but it's funny. You know, you get to see... Certainly fun to talk about. That's one of my favorite episodes. Is Bond themes? That was a good time. How's your dad enjoying uh, this, this series? Pretty good, except he, he like Doctor No was like his favorite one. Like none of them are living up to Doctor No for him. Not Goldfinger or anything. It's interesting. I feel like this one's a pretty long episode because yeah, we talked about every single song. It's like twenty twenty two, which is like as many clips as we have on this show. <laughs> yeah, but this one's allowed to be long. It's the end. Um, it doesn't even matter. Here's a clip from a podcast that I'm kind of amazed we did, but, you know, we could be kind of classy every once in a while. Certainly not in this clip, though. Uh, this is from our top ten Alfred Hitchcock movies. I believe we're talking about Rear Window. Oh, no. It's really sad that they made that remake with Christopher Reeve for, like, TV. Did you guys hear about that? I, I didn't even know that existed. Rear window, like, made-for-TV movie with ugh, paralyzed Chris Reeve. Like, what can he even do? I suck. I can't. I, there's a man. I gotta blow into my <laughs> thing that moves my car. So he was paralyzed Jesus during Christ. the remake? Is it even cool to make jokes <laughs> like that yet? I don't think it is. is it, I don't, <laughs> enough time's passed. I don't think you can do that, John. <laughs> God damn it, man. 
No, no, good, good comedy pushes the barriers. The only problem is that wasn't good comedy. <laughs> oh, wow! If that had been a good bit, it would have been acceptable. Maybe. Well, I mean, ugh, it was kind of it's kind of messed up though that they did that though, right? I mean, like he was he could no way he could really act that much, like in that state. Mm-hmm. But enough about uh, that. Was was this when he started juicing up on stem cells? Because he probably act a little bit with Jeez. baby blood flowing through him. <laughs> and you said I should get too far. Now you're talking about Christopher Reeve being fueled by baby blood. <laughs> That's he's science, gotta, man. He's got to eat baby blood so that he can solve what's going on across. Oh, I like all this conversation. I wanted to include that clip because I think it's the lowest point we ever got to in terms of like what's acceptable. It's as a definitely the only clip I can think of of the show where I like wince every time I hear it. It's, it's just, horrible. It's in poor taste, but no doubt about it. I thought it. We, we, we had to go there. <laughs> I like – it's funny that I, I was so inappropriate and then Sean was you know, like, Jesus. But then he like made it just as bad. He's trying to bail you out, brother. <laughs> yeah. Me out. We're guilt. all on a sinking ship. <laughs> Might as well play together. And if you guys are wondering, when I say like blows, like to 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 move his car, <laughs> I mean like cart, like like his weird like machine. I didn't know. What to I knew call what it. you were talking about. Yeah, like a wheelchair. Not that he had things. to blow into a tube to move a car in that movie. <laughs> Um, rest in peace, Christopher Reeve. I think he was probably he was dead, dead by then. That's yeah. why you're like, it's it's okay. Enough uh, time has passed, but I don't think enough time has ever passed for someone to make fun of them because they're handicapped. Just because they're true. dead that's doesn't make a difference. True. Which, yeah, there you go. That's why that's not a cool. I thing still to wonder say. if that would have been a good bit had it been acceptable. Probably not, but it's an interesting concept. Is anything up for grabs? If it I think it's the other way around. I think it, it would have been acceptable if it was a good bit. Or maybe if it was making more fun of, like, the situation rather than, like, than him, him itself. All I did was do a horrible impression of him. Yeah. Which, did you come preloaded with that? Because you, like, went right into that voice. <laughs> well, I I, didn't, I wouldn't say I came preloaded, but, like, Hitchcock was one where I was like, oh, man, this is going to be, like, kind of... This no, might, I'm this amazed. Be potentially dry. I'm amazed we did a podcast entirely talking about movies that were at least 50 years old. You know, old. and I'm sure most of that is pretty, like... Smart, probably pretty studious. good. It's just me and John, I'm guessing. Certainly not that bit. Or when we're talking about remaking 39 Steps as a dance movie with Channing Tatum. That's good, see? <laughs> you can make it funny. Yeah, I mean, so that, like, there's a little more proof that, like, we aren't preparing, we aren't, um, like, jotting down a lot of notes or anything. And we also don't edit. And so. <laughs> We started editing in some of the later episodes. And that's the way the direction goes, or the, com- the direction of the conversation, then we just kind of have to live with it, mm-hmm. kind of like right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's a one from a episode called Top Ted Movie Trailers. We're talking about the trailer for Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Let's debate the scientific uh, <laughs> merit of Benjamin Button. Does he like turn into a fetus and then like the cells like? You know what I mean? I mean, what they said in the movie was just one day he was gone. Like, yeah, that's went a nice to... way of putting it. But I'm talking about science, really. You're talking about real life, Benjamin Button. Yeah. 
Is he like is he sperming around at the end? <laughs> what does that mean sperming around? Like does he crawl up and back into a woman's vagina? No, no, I just mean like he turns into like a little sperm and, he's and then back and sperming around. He doesn't need to go mean, anywhere. What do you mean sperming around? Like, that's what sperm do. They sperm around. <laughs> Yeah, inside of a yeah, guy's butt sack. They're not out in the world spurring around. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about Benjamin Button, right? He's not. He's not gonna how far, find a nutsack. How nut far sack. are you gonna go with this? Because if we go, if he goes back to a fetus and then retracts all the way down to an egg and a sperm, like where does it go from there? Does it just dissolve there, or does no? Then they just sperm around until they die. <laughs> Curious case of spurbing around. <laughs> Good question, though. For, I don't. I don't remember creating that term. <laughs> well, you, you, so much you think now. that was just something you came up with on the spot? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, I couldn't remember that I was the one that introduced that to the group. No, you're <laughs> the originator of the term spurbing around. <laughs> <laughs> I love that thought, but I don't. I guess it doesn't make sense within the confines of the movie because I, I don't know how it came up. But I like that came up again recently. I was talking to my girlfriend, and she's like, "Well, it's not like he was born a skeleton." <laughs> 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 Which now I'm like, "Oh God, missed opportunity!" And yeah, come out of like, the room, <laughs> and then he starts getting like, skin on him, but it's old man skin. <laughs> Some missed opportunities in that yeah, movie. He's born God a fossil. And then he's just suburban around. POV shot. <laughs> just gross. It's like we were just supposed to talk about the movie trailer. How did mm-hmm. we get to that point? Had we, we, had we seen it yet? <laughs> yeah, sure. This movie okay. was like three years old at this point. Okay. Three or four years old. You know, talking about the haunting trailer, and then we're talking about him sperming around. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk about... Uh, Another strange topic of discussion. Uh, our top ten doomsday scenarios, which I believe was in honor of, uh, you know, December 21st, 2012, right, right. which is supposed to be uh, the day the Earth ended, according to the Mayans. I remember it was um, in in December that we recorded it, right? I oh, think yeah. We were all back in town, even, even this guy, maybe, for uh, the holidays. Yeah, I think we recorded okay. it in your parents' basement. One of the, one of the first ones with all four of us back <laughs> together again. <laughs> yeah. So Educating like, us about Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. And just to preface, this clip is like kind of spliced together from a much longer conversation. Yeah. But here's some of the highlights. Uh, I, I can't get behind Demon Wars, but if it's... <laughs> I mean, you're going to hell anyway. I guess should we first say we were talking about the biblical apocalypse because we had like our ten scenarios for which the apocalypse would happen, and we somehow brought the demons would come into play in the biblical apocalypse at some point, and we'd fight them in a war. Pretty sweet battle. No, it wouldn't be sweet, Sean. None of this is sweet. I feel like that's front of the line in the hell of a line. Like I was in the demon war. And I was just shouting, Darwin! And I was firing on the <laughs> I don't know if they have a front of the line in hell. I'm pretty sure everyone's in the back of the line. I don't think anyone... 
glad they're in hell. They're like, oh, look what I did to get into hell. As long as someone's in the back of the line, someone else is in the front of the line. Well put. So, I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it if there are demon wars. Uh-huh. Like, it's pretty That awesome. really, like, bothers me that you're excited about <laughs> demon wars. Like, <laughs> it's not dude. cool, Sean. They're demons. They will murder you. Probably, you will die a very painful death. Like, why is that cool? I don't understand. Because so many of these, I'm just a dude who gets wiped out. Demon Wars, I'm like shooting at him or something. Running at him with a You don't have any guns. You don't have weapons. I all you have is your, a pool few. You have your lightsaber. That's all you have. I've got uh, knives in the kitchen. I'm sure they have knives, too. They're demons. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to win in the demon war. <laughs> I just feel like you'll see plenty of demons when you get to hell. But I don't get to fight them, though. <laughs> At least you get a shot in the apocalypse. I get to try and fight them. I get to try. I'd rather be wiped out than have to fight a demon. Yeah, it seems like hard work. Wouldn't it, it be cool, exhausting though, if, even me. if you end up in hell to say, you know, before I came down here, I killed a demon. <laughs> Hey, guy in the buffet I can't understand her. Actually, I don't, I don't know. Because you know how I died? I drowned in demon blood. <laughs> I can't remember, Sean. If there's demons, does that mean you want it higher or lower? Because much, much higher. <laughs> okay. So I believe that was probably at the end of the podcast where we make our lists um which a lot of times isn't the most exciting part of the podcast to listen to but every once in a while i just feel like sean was heated i feel like sean was thinking about that like it was a video game not like it was Uh, a part i wish i'd gotten the clip in but that conversation is incredibly long yeah where you go it's not a video game sean and sean goes it's actually several video games Smart ass. <laughs> got an answer for everything. Oh yeah, there's all sorts of that's a that's a great bit. Like I if anyone can get access to that to check out Demon Wars, because I think there's another bit where like like uh Colin, you're saying like oh, you're going at him with your bare hands and Sean's like <laughs> like oh, oh like a pair of bare hands. I don't know, it's really stupid, but Oh, I remember it. <laughs> I was, you remember I, it? I killed a bear with my two bare hands and Sean goes. Oh, you killed a bear with bare hands? That's like kill a Hulk with Hulk hands. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Just, you're just locked and loaded on that that's conversation. Great. I think that's the funniest thing I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> I love that conversation, too, because it shows how uneducated we are about certain things. Yep. Like, we're trying to you know, act like we know anything about religion or Bible or the apocalypse. There's, like, a great part in there where Nancy's like, uh, I saw this documentary last night, and I and uh, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> but then later you're talking about it. Yeah, the, there's the part where you go, and there will be these different signs of the times that will show that we're heading towards the apocalypse. And one of them is like a greedy businessman that will take over everything. And Sean goes, but Donald Trump's been doing, he's been doing it for so long, you think the second phase would have started by now. And here we are. Here we are. And here we are in 2016. Getting closer. The second phase has most certainly started. There's also a great bit where we can't ever really decide on how you ascend to heaven. 
Like at first, I'm just like talking about like how your like soul like escapes, but your body like gets really high up, and then it drops. <laughs> we just couldn't pinpoint like how it would happen. <laughs> That's a good conversation. That's one of my favorite podcast conversations of all time. It's just so ridiculous. The Demon Wars. It's a good episode. I re-listened to it. <laughs> what? what was our favorite apocalyptic scenario? It's the Hadron Collider, I think. Well, because it wasn't like our favorites. It was like, what do we think would be the worst uh, doomsday situations to live through? And, you know, Shot explained that if the Hadron Collider exploded, it would feel like you're... Well, you'll get sucked into a black hole, so it would feel like you're being crushed for a thousand years <laughs> or something. It's just like, yep. Can't get any worse than that as a way to die. I like that. The Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm. So Did, that is true. Was, was he talking about the Hadron Collider? No, he was just talking about what happens if you get sucked into a black hole. Mm. But then that's what you're talking it about. really feels that long. Actually, I don't, I don't think it was a thousand years. It was just like a lifetime. So like a hundred years. Like that's the crazy thing about black holes is they suck up space and time. That's it, <laughs> Still so what scared. About interstellar. <laughs> yeah, but it takes like five seconds. Does he wake up in old man time? That's true. But he he doesn't get crushed. Yeah. I mean, it's all theoretical, I guess. Do you want to be the first one to go through a black hole and find out? It's not like he could tell us his discoveries about being <laughs> killed in a black hole. <laughs> oh well. Sounds like some Logan's Run shit. Maybe? I don't remember that movie very well. I remember that movie too well. Do you? Are we all past the cutoff point of being too old to live in the Logan's Run society? <laughs> we are. When did they get killed in that movie? It is like, like 1997 or something. No, well, no, I mean like there's an age. Oh, it's like 30, I thought. Are you sure it's not like 25? I don't know. I don't know if Michael York looked that young in that movie, <laughs> but it's like, what has Michael York ever looked young? It's not... Right. Oh, by the way, The Age of Death is 30 in Logan's Run. Oh, sweet. My bad. I told you I remember that movie way too well. Yeah. You were right. And everyone, Still in the clear. Everyone yelling at our band teacher, Mr. Logan, Logan's Run. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it sounds like something a high schooler would say. Because <laughs> they just watched the movie in a class before. <laughs> Sean was doing a transition. It's not about how long you about how you live your life, right, Colin? Right, and we talked about the decisions we made <laughs> in living our lives in the podcast, top ten ways to give up, like just give up on, I guess, living like a civilized human being. <laughs> this is like my favorite one. It's a pretty good podcast. I think the only problem with it is the audio quality is not great on it, but yeah, pretty uh, disgusting conversation. This is definitely the height <laughs> That disgustingness. I used to read some video gaming magazines. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the products advertised in video game magazines in the, let's say, early to mid-2000s was 
little bag you put in your pants, and then you it had a little line in it, and you oh put it. Your, this is a it, legitimate product. This is a thing. It's like a catheter, basically. You would buy it, and you so you could like go extra long gaming sessions and just fucking pee your pants. <laughs> How is this real? Like, can you? I mean, can you not pause? You can't pause, not for a second. <laughs> I feel like most of the time when I'm playing, vi- most of the time when I'm playing video games, and like there comes a point where I need to go to the bathroom that bad, it's time to stop playing video games. <laughs> That's a good that stop. Point. Been a good three hours at that point. That was a good run. Yeah. That's the funniest thing to me ever. <laughs> that seems, that seems like a Paul like trying to get an achievement. Pee my pants. Oh, I just feel like you'd feel so gross doing that. <laughs> like, like yeah, no, no a, one feel comfortable sitting on a couch pissing. Yeah, there's a feeling that you get when you're urinating in a place that you're not supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Is it an exciting feeling? It's like a feeling of shame. Like, if you're in any other situation besides in front of a toilet, like, it just doesn't feel right. I can't, like, like your body is telling you not to do it. Like, it cannot happen. All of your self-esteem is just collapsing. (laughs) I mean, when you think about it, that's the literal definition of giving up because you physically have to tell your body to pee in your pants. <laughs> so like you're like you're I said so. You are letting you are letting go at that moment. That's like jumping off a cliff. Like you're letting the urine flow. Like you're letting it happen. You have chosen to like You have there is no and once you start there's no cu- coming back from that. You're committed. There's no stopping midstream. You're done. <laughs> You have chosen your destiny. Your destiny. Your destiny. Yeah. I, I don't think that was an item we even planned on putting on the list for consideration. It just kind of came up somehow. And then we're just like, oh, wait. Yeah, that is the most you could possibly give up. Is peeing into a bag on your couch while playing video games. We talked about it a couple times too, as like a reprise in that particular podcast. I mean, we, it's, it's hard to get a <laughs> image out of your head after you're thinking about something like remember, that, like in comparison to anything. Else. I remember making a joke late in that podcast. Where we're talking about people that have like food like on their face, but like <laughs> they say the same thing as stack for later. And there's a part where it's like, oh, dude, you have some shit in your face. Sorry, bro, I'm peeing. <laughs> <laughs> so we like integrate it into other conversations because at the end. We were like, oh, try to imagine one guy that does all of these things, mm-hmm. that wears like Velcro shoes and goes to the grocery store and gets like one of those carts, pisses his pants. That's why it's like one of the best podcasts we ever did. Oh, also, it's one where I feel like we—it's one where we actually kind of were experts on at the time because like. We had lived through all these different phases of, like, not giving a shit when we were at college because college is that weird area where you're allowed <laughs> to just not care about being a member of society. But you're, like, kind of an adult, but it doesn't matter if you're just wearing sweatpants, not taking showers, sleeping all the time. 
Not leaving the house for days. Not leaving the house for days. It was a good mix of us attacking like hypothetical people mm-hmm. and also then taking pinpoint, dead-on, targeted attacks at each other. Like <laughs> wardrobe decisions and uh, my commitment to oversleeping. I'm sure I had some gross ones, too. Probably that had to do with food, knowing me. I don't know. I did eat microwave potato skins that were supposed to be cooked in an oven. More than once. Were they, like, frozen? Yes. Or wait, no, you said you microwaved them. I did, I did microwave. I didn't feed them frozen. That's what I was thinking when you said (laughs) 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 Some people eat frozen waffles just out of the box. I've done that. It's pretty good. Nancy's a person. (laughs) (laughs) Who had the most bad habits on that? I don't know. I don't want to know. No one should have to share that. I'm going to say the one who had the least was me. Probably. It's because you live a mystery life on it's, purpose. It's true. Nobody knows. Maybe. Probably pretty evenly split between the rest of us. Yeah. So at this point, this is what, where are we? In the 40s? Uh, 50s. 50s. And so we've, at this point, totally lost track of... <laughs> That's <laughs> true. When we started, it was just supposed to be on topics of... Movies, music, or TV, since you know that's what we did on the blog, just talking about pop culture related stuff. I guess baseball, too, but Which had been we, on the blog, yeah. Then we just kind of diverted into these weird, like, life things <laughs> like food we talked about, and yeah, ways to give up. And yet, like, it's such an abstract concept, but we knew exactly what we were mm-hmm. talking about. There's a definite... Uh, this was when we were, like, kind of hyping up. I feel like for, like we thought about this idea, and then, like, we were keeping an eye out for things to put on the list before we actually recorded it. It's true, yeah. Because you're always looking... I mean, for other podcasts we did, it's easy to just look up, like, what are the most highly regarded sci-fi movies? All right, cool. But <laughs> ways to give up on living with respect for yourself. You just kind of got to, like, go about your day and just, like, catch yourself and be like, what if I did this? This is the second time I'm getting McDonald's to do <laughs> <laughs> I just do this all the time. I like to think that I'm not giving up as much as I was when we did record that. I think so. Probably matured since then. Our bodies are getting older. They require more maintenance. Can't afford to give up like we could. It's <laughs> true. All right. So this one is from another one of our. Do you have something to talk about? No. You I was thinking like, oh, you. I could have like made that a transition, couldn't I? But I didn't. Aren't you sad? You don't get to do that anymore. Like your transition skills were so good. Like I remember when I was editing our, our last podcast that we did, it's just like, we just flow into everything. You and John particularly always have a good transition. It's a, it's a skill. I think it's a I skill. Like that got worse over yeah. time. Atrophied. It, it, maybe because you felt the obligation <laughs> to do a segue that it felt forced sometimes. I don't know. Like I still listen to old episodes in my car. I was just listening to one the other day where I start doing transition. Shot it trust me literally in the middle of it. Like, what? What is it? He's like, well, no, I can't remember. It's like, I just started it. I was already talking. You had to interrupt me. Uh, I'm a baby. 
<laughs> fight for the and something that interrupts movies a lot is annoying children. Ugh. This is from our top ten annoying children in movies podcast. Uh, well, on the topic of Tom Cruise, though, yeah, let's just go right into Jerry Maguire, huh? And we'll talk about little vampires. It's Fred himself. That was very poorly worded. Uh, Jocelyn Nikki Ray Boyd, son of Renee Zellweger's character. Ugly, ugliest adult alive. Currently. What? Ugliest adult alive currently. Who is the ugliest adult alive? Jonathan Lipnicki. <laughs> talking about? He's, he's ripped now. Yeah, he's like really weird looking. I gotta look him up. I guess I haven't seen him in a while. I thought he was all ripped and handsome now. Maybe I, I'm talking about like teenage Jonathan Lipnicki. <laughs> I feel like Jonathan Nicky looks okay, but it's weird that he still kind of looks like a kid and is not really tall, but is ripped. It feels really wrong. Whoa! Well, let's try to. F- yeah, yeah. I was, I was, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I didn't know you so ripped. Blew you away. Blew Damn. me away. Those Damn. Like speechless. <laughs> Damn. Well, because, yeah, because I was talking about, like, there's, there's like, a teenage version of Jonathan Nicky where he's, like, really weird looking. It's so weird to call it. There was a teenage version of him. Like, <laughs> like he leveled up. Or <laughs> yeah, look, look, look at pictures of him when he's a teenager. It's disgusting. It's kind of like Jack Osborne got punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can tell that one's one we recorded over Skype because I kind of like lag for a second there. <laughs> but uh, I remember at this point, uh, I was living in L.A. at the time. Ooh. Yeah. Well, not really because like I totally remember this podcast very distinctly because it was – you know, I was living in L.A. and not having a great time. Things weren't really going according to plan. And it was one of those things where I, I kind of just went in this podcast feeling pretty shitty. And then by the end of it, I was just like, I don't know. I, was, I, I got in that groove of talking to you guys about stuff and laughing a lot and making fun of children and just like, is that thing where you get the endorphins going when you have a really great, funny conversation with your friends and it, I don't know. It definitely lifted my spirits in that moment. I feel like maybe I was trying to talk about Haley Joel Osment. Oh yeah. He is kind of a weird looking grown up. I feel like that, that's who I was trying to <laughs> I like that you're not sure, but you just went ahead and said ugliest. That's a very time. bold statement to make about someone. You know, he's like super ripped and handsome. Yeah. Not just ugliest uh, Spanish person, ugliest adult alive. <laughs> teenage, teenage. You gotta look teenage. Yeah. Ugliest teenager alive. He he's only 25 weird. now. Like, he's not that Still old. younger than us. When will that change? Never? Are you talking about metaphorically? What are we... Speaking of metaphors... (laughs) Weird question. (laughs) I thought you had somewhere to go with that question, but uh, you just kind of said it without thinking about it. The thing about a microphone is 
something you would mumble under your breath, and something you would say out loud proudly to the entire group plays exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's like when you start talking, you got to have a well, well-informed thought. But sometimes you don't. Well-informed thoughts? <laughs> yes. Nobody we talked about on this podcast had any of those because it's top ten directors who should quit. Uh, we're, uh, this is another one where we're sort of towards the end of the podcast. Uh, I think we're judging... Who should be number two on the list and who should be number one? Should it be the directing team of uh, Seltzer and Friedberger or Friedberg who made like the epic movies and that crap? And of course, Michael Bay. Okay. This is where it gets interesting. Are we going to go with the guys who have made, definitely made the most bad movies here? But they're kind of falling off now. Or the guy who's making bad movies that is, like, one of the most powerful people in Hollywood. Yeah, at least he knows what he's doing. <laughs> at least he knows how to make money. That's not good, though. That's not good. No, I mean... at least he knows what a movie is like. <laughs> at least he understands dramatic structure in the broad strokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Free I mean... and Seltzer literally have no... No idea what they're doing. These are guys who didn't go to film school. They they just they just like love this stuff, and so yeah. they're trying their best, but they don't know what they're doing. I mean, I guess I would put it in terms of if you gave both of those teams, like the, those those guys, and then Michael Bay the same amount of money to make a movie, who would pull off a better one? I guess Michael Bay would probably come out Def- with a better one. Definitely, Michael, Michael Bay, Bay. Michael Bay knows what to do with money. It's it's uninteresting, but like you can see the dollars on the screen. <laughs> They're not like playing dress up in their backyard. Yeah, like a camcorder. <laughs> I mean, I, I think those guys are really just one of the ultimate examples of that. To make it in Hollywood, you have to have a certain amount of talent and a certain amount of luck. And those guys were just all luck. They just had a string of lucky moments in their career. And finally, uh, that luck has kind of run out. And for good reason. Plus, The Rock is fucking sweet. Okay, that being – that's pretty good. That being said, I'd put, I'd put Michael Bay at two and the other guys at one. Because I do think Michael Bay is doing a lot of damage, but – he does understand what a film is, and he has made at least one good one. I mean, Bad Boys may not be a good movie, but is important for us as a society. <laughs> I stand by that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's more of a... I feel like that's more of a clip that expertise is... Or expertise. Okay, great. It's a great start. That, um... You know, just points out something we're actually good at, you know? Yeah, we could talk pop culture, critique it, break it down. It's interesting that that was probably, like, maybe one of the first episodes I did after moving back to Seattle from L.A. And I did have that little sort of bitter speech about Hollywood. Very appropriate. And I don't think I even knew at the time that it wasn't, like, one of the Seltzer Freebird guys, like, wasn't one of their dads, like, a powerful producer yes, or yes. something? So it's like... 
not even luck. It's just, well, I mean, it is luck, but it's nepotism, basically, that they have a career. I think they wrote Spy Hard, or part of Spy Hard, and they gave it to, like, he's like, Dad, look at this script I wrote. He's like, we're making this new movie, son. Yeah. And they did. There it goes. Sounds like a good Fucking dad, guys. though. <laughs> yeah, it's supportive, but Spy Hard's a piece of shit. I don't know, Sean, do you like Spy Hard? Is, that, is Kevin like that movie? Seems like a Kevin movie. Well, he might like that movie. Actually, that's good I feel point. like, no, that's one where he actually tried to watch it and got bored. Good. It was that good, bad. Good. So, Colin, if you're back from California, uh, Nancy, are you still in California at this point, you think? Or he are was you... probably in Ellensburg at this point, because the way it worked out was we, we both moved to Southern California around the same time, Nancy to San Diego and me to L.A., and then we both, were, after like six months, were like, fuck it, fuck yeah. this place. Mine was like four months. Okay. And yeah, like a month. It was like a month later after yeah, I was here in January. Yeah, because I remember I came back for Christmas break, and I flew back to L.A. just to see, like, if I could get a job or not, and if I couldn't, I'd just fucking pack it in. And I didn't, I just was like, I can't take this town. <laughs> I, I was pretty happy to move back to Seattle, actually. It's I kind of had the opposite experience. I was all about San Diego, but yeah. I just couldn't get a job that I liked. Mm-hmm. Had a job. It was terrible. Only cost your soul. It only cost my soul. <laughs> Why? I had to like yeah, what was write blogs job? about how good um, payday loans payday loans are. <laughs> Always use short term credit responsibly by not using short term credit. <laughs> Short term credit. That's a, that's a fucked up euphemism. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, one of our other negative podcasts. Shit, about people in showbiz. Yeah, I don't know if the blank "Who Should Quit" podcasts were good ideas. It's not, it's not a great title. You should just quit. I don't. We probably could have come up with a better phrasing for that. Even saying worse is better than quit. Yeah. The worst is like, well, you're bad, but you're still doing what you're doing. Quit is like, no, quit. You need to stop. Stop what you're doing. I never want to see you do it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't remember this clip that well. John provided it. It was from our Top Ten Cover Songs podcast. What's it called? It's called The Syllables. Oh, Yeah. Do you know what song we were talking about when this came up? Uh, we were talking about All Along the Watchtower, and then we started talking about, well, you'll see. Okay. The difference. For me, it's that balance between that acoustic guitar and that electric thing. Those opening chord, ding, 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 ding. Like, like that's pretty sweet. We should just, like, all do different parts to all these songs and just try to do try to cover them on our own. Yeah. Like a crappy acapella group. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a crappy acapella group we need a really crappy name too. This is almost as cool do. as our keyboard band idea. Yeah. We need to be like the syllables or something. Syllables. Um, or so maybe something more music related. It's gotta be something. God, I wanna do that at like an open mic. Just go be like, yeah, we're acapella band. <laughs> What kind of songs do you cover? Rock and roll. 
<laughs> and you, but you do all the solos. Well, yeah, we're like like one person's singing, one person's playing drums, one person's playing bass, one person's playing guitar. They're like, so you do Freebird. Yeah, and they go, they're just going. Dun 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 dun. Yes, that's fucking awesome. Do you do you have to play get air guitar also? No, you're like you're like that'd be really you're like snapping or something. Like acapella groups don't like, like the beatboxer doesn't like pretend like he's playing drums. <laughs> I bet there's one. Very kind of do. In my mind, the beatboxer kind of just moves his other hand like he's scratching uh, vinyl, but he's just out in the air. I feel like if you had an acapella group that wanted to do a solo section, there's no way in hell they would ever get out of that section successfully. <laughs> well, not if they rehearse. Uh, if you're doing Stairway, I mean, maybe that, that was a little easier, actually. You can probably use Stairway. Yeah, if they're, like, doing the solo verbatim. Do they do uh, Eruption by Van Halen? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe in their later years when they're, you know, really perfected the craft. Okay. Still trying to think of a name for this group. I like syllables. Or the soloists or something. Yeah, I like the syllables. It doesn't really make sense with the gimmick. Though. Yeah, it doesn't need to. <laughs> Harry Nelson, he was the original syllable. That's like in our band, like, biography. Honorary member. I'm <laughs> guessing that's a reference to something we talked about earlier. Yeah. I would just bring up Harry Nilsson all of a sudden. I think I would jump ahead. I, I, I probably cut it ahead because we brought it up again. Oh, I see. Yeah. Do you want me to play yes. the rest of it? Okay. <laughs> Without his consent. <laughs> I feel like one of us hates him, though. Oh, yeah. Definitely out of falling out. By falling out, I mean we fell out of the building, and we blame him for pushing. We all we all fell out of the building. <laughs> I think just the one guy fell. One out guy of fell out of a building, and he blames Harry Nilsson for it. Sang all the way to the ground. <laughs> no, he did a sweet bass line all the way to the ground. He's like doom 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 doom. That's a sweet bass line. Doom doom doom. Do they like sing to a metronome? Of course not. Unless one of them is doing the metronome. <laughs> what is it voice? Yeah, when they practice, sometimes they practice with a metronome, but it's not a metronome, it's just a guy who... <laughs> they bring him in. <laughs> he always yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> Why was Harry Nilsson in our we fictional band? It was in, we, we did cover songs. We later we brought up Harry Nilsson and then, yeah. and we start talking about the syllables again. And I think that metronome, as we talk about it yet again, it's like we kept going off on this tangent to talk about the syllables. And that's what I love about like this podcast is when we got to it's funny, we'll keep coming back to it. We'll find ways to come back to it. We didn't need to keep talking about the syllables, but we did. <laughs> Until we're creating like this fictional biography where one of them is pushed out of a window. By Harry Nilsson. Does a sweet bass line to the ground. And then it's a sworn enemy. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I know another example of that was we were talking about, um, I think it was top ten against type performances, and we were talking about the movie Twids, and Shaw just kept bringing it up. Because Nancy really wanted to do about the plot to Twins, and John really didn't. Yeah, that was fun, because you asked, so like, Sean, what's the basic plot of Twins? And I started giving you a scene-by-scene <laughs> breakdown of like the plot. like, scene of the day before. Ten straight minutes. There's ten minutes of worth of material. <laughs> That's just the first time he talks about it. He brings it up two other times in that podcast. Okay, so there's like 20 minutes. Almost. Yeah. Genius work by Nancy, because we'd be talking about some other performance. And Nancy, I have a question. How do they know they were twins? <laughs> <laughs> What's the kill count? <laughs> Tangents. That's such a big part of what we do. Tangents. Yeah. Here's another tangent uh, from our top ten albums of 1970. This, I guess, was related to um, Bad Men was going on through a lot of the run of our podcast. And every year new Mad Men season would come out, we'd do a top ten album podcast based around the year that Bad Men was supposedly set in that season, which worked out pretty well because we... Or at least me and John like late 60s music a lot. And uh, I believe it was the last season of Mad Men. Which track is this? Uh, We got to 1970. This is, uh, we're talking about Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Perfect. Yeah. I've not heard the album Live It Up by Crosby, Stills, and Nash, but it has pretty sweet album artwork. That album's not even from 1970, (laughs) but got to talking about it. Of people... Uh, I guess off screen, uh, roasting hot dogs in the nothingness of space. <laughs> you know what's so funny is when you said it, I was like, which one is that? But then you said hot dogs, and I'm like, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's a bunch of sticks with hot dogs on it, and, they're, and it's on the moon, and you can see Earth. And it says, live it up in a classy cursive font. I don't know. Did you happen to stumble across the one for Daylight again while you're looking through artwork? Oh, I'll look it up right now. It's from 1982. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit! Okay. Um, well, we have three flying saucers. Uh, <laughs> into space, I guess. And they're hovering over some... Uh, I'm going to go with vaguely uh, like Indian building. Uh, carved into a mountainside. Why three? I guess Crosby, Stills, and Nash, they each got their own ship. Because they're all pretty overweight. Well, not Graham Nash. <laughs> You're saying they couldn't all fit into the same spaceship? <laughs> they were so fat. That's the reason. That's like, I want my own space. I'm just too fat. Yeah, another one of us poking fun at celebrities' waste, but too fat they're space. too fat for one spaceship. Did not even the second Crisis on Nash and Young album come out in 1970? Yeah, uh, Deja Vu, I think yeah, we're probably That must have been why, we were ta- why else would we be talking about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing. 
<laughs> that's the reason. And then we're just talking about every single one of the album covers and how bad they are. <laughs> I mean, that was also part of this podcast is us just like, since we never researched anything beforehand, we'd just be like skimming Wikipedia for knowledge <laughs> as we're recording the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you get like nice little moments like that where Sean discovers something and he's blown away. Yeah, I love it. that reveal. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I have three spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Such a genuine reaction. Yeah. Not making this shit up. Um, John was telling me some fun David Crosby stories the other day about his sexual appetite. Oh. (laughs) We didn't even get to that in that podcast. We didn't know about it. David Crosby? Oh, like how he'll do business over the phone while getting blowjob and have the door open and people will just walk in. Yep. They just be like, hey, what's up? This woman going down on him. He's on the phone. He's got like a stack. Oh, he's also doing cocaine at the same time. (laughs) Because, you know, you got to stay focused if you're doing business. I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking to his manager. Got some guns on the bed. Sounds like a real cool guy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Super cool. Let's listen to this next track. Sure, but... Let me explain it. Yeah, because, we need some context here. Because I don't even think I... Inc- I included, like, barely any of the conversation. Mostly just the song. We're talking about Let It Be. Same podcast. And, um... I talk about like a string arrangement on a particular song. I'm like, just super cool. And they're like, what if that was the name of the album? Super cool. They all sunglasses. And then at the end of the podcast, that'd be funny to record a quick song. It took me like, you know, 20 seconds or whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that's wrong. Just changed it to super cool. <laughs> that's going to be like a thing. You're going to see people with those t shirts. Super cool. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom, super cool. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me. Speaking words of wisdom, super cool. A super Satisfying to me as uh, coming is, you know, as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. So, can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym, I'm getting the feeling of coming at home, I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the same feeling. So, I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm in heaven. Norm. Norm, I could beat the so, so Nancy would hear us <laughs> not know it's coming. Because <sighs> we talked about that great scene from Pumpkin <laughs> on a previous that, podcast. Yeah, it was like an episode before. What what episode would that have been? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, sure it didn't have anything to do with the rest well, of the Well, because Arnold comes up a lot. But, you know, Arnold's super cool. That's like a super cool thing to say. He's talking about coming all the time. I forgot how many times he says the word coming in oh, that one scene. That is... Insane. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you would have to not know English very well to say something like it's that. It's incredible. Yeah. And I just like editing. That's something we kind of did later, sneak little things in the podcast. or mm-hmm. Especially when I got to edit some more later, I'd put in like some background music somewhere, sound effects. Oh, that was really yeah. cool. 
that was super cool. Uh, Something I think we incorporate more into our other podcasts these days, which is kind of nice, like pitching tents, you'll see some sound effects maybe for the opening bit or definitely rock talk, lots of music of, clips. You know, there's definitely a, like a lull in the middle where like we weren't trying as hard, and I feel like we've gotten kind of back to trying a little bit. You know, yeah, <laughs> like we just leave huge like mistakes in. We probably still do. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there was a moment where we, you know, once you, once you are doing something for a, a long amount of time, it just, just becomes another another job. <laughs> just got to do another T3 this week. But yeah, anything to keep it new and spontaneous. But of course, you know, we'd always have our tangents to return to <laughs> in the midst of conversation. Uh, what episode is this from? Another very high-concept episode. Top ten sitcom characters we'd like to hang out with. I think we're, we're talking about uh, Norm from Norm Cheers. Norm from Cheers, we went off on a little... Well, what was, what was funny about that episode is with we kind of started as, like, we want to hang out with, but then it's like, since that wasn't interesting enough, we're like, well, what if, could Sean beat them in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> so every conversation ended, yeah, but could Sean beat him in a fight? Yeah, I mean... That was definitely an episode I remember we got into it and we were like, this was a weird subject. <laughs> I don't know if we can make a podcast out of it. So we just kind of latched on to certain things. Like, yeah, if Sean could beat him a fight. I also remember us talking about a lot about Rip Tord's bizarre personal oh, life. That, that could have been on here too. Yeah. We got... Is my signature move going to be in this clip? Oh, no, oh. it's not. I forgot about that because I kind of just rediscovered this episode and how bizarre it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember when we when I finished that one, I was like, this is either like the worst thing we've ever done or it's pretty surreal. It's one of great. like the better episodes, actually. Yeah, Sean had a stick of shoe. It's not mentioned and it's called like the gut buster. I think. Gut buster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rip out someone's guts or something? No. I, he'd, throw, he'd push someone to the ground, then jump on their <laughs> stomach until they die. <laughs> <laughs> until their guts shoot out of their <laughs> <laughs> Brutality. It's there actually is movie. a part in that podcast with editing where it, like, it does the gut buster. Mm-hmm. It's like fatality. <laughs> so, yeah, talk about Norm from Cheers. Norm. Norm, I could beat in a fight. <laughs> Unless, nah, he's always drunk. I got him. He does not have a good center of balance. Nah. I feel like he's. I feel like he's never drunk though. He's got a high like, tolerance. Yeah, you can just pound him and he doesn't feel anything. <laughs> just rip out his ass rod. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, I don't know why I said that. Do it. <laughs> Do what? What's an ass rod? It's just like a rod. It's the future. Well... <laughs> And, the, and I'll, I'll explain why I used it for George Went. <laughs> in the future, people's fronts, like their guts, are going to be so huge that you're going to need a huge metal bar that like goes up the side of their back to like keep them propped up straight. And I just remember I saw this like uh, show, Masters of Horror, a couple years ago, and George Went was in it, and he just looked so fat that like I don't know how he was not falling over in every scene because his gut is so big. So he must have some sort of contraption keeping him up. And I feel like he was halfway there, sitting on a bar stool for the entire run of the series. So it's just a fusion at some point. Yeah. 
<laughs> He's ready. Either way, you're winning that fight. <laughs> I feel like that points out how we, and this is usually more of like a Nancy move, is bringing up in jokes and like, like why would we do that? Because like then we have to explain it. And no one's gonna get it. Like mm-hmm. it's weird. that would always bug me so much when you just yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing was we would always bring up people we knew, and we would refer to them. And I didn't like that, like, if you didn't know that person, you wouldn't know who they are. So I started throwing in, like, like if someone said Remy Belbow, I'd say, oh, yes, the famous opera singer. Or uh, or if someone just said a first name, like, if someone's like, oh, I was hanging out with Kate, I'd be like, oh, yes, Kate Blanchett, the actress. Yeah, Nancy said Kristen once. You said uh, Kristen Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're friends. Friend of the show, Kristen Shaw. I'd like to believe. Yeah. She uh, probably hates some of the negative stuff we've done. <laughs> it's all in good fun. I'm not making fun of weight. Again, a I didn't even think about it. George Wynn is these. so fat, he needs a contraption. At some point, gets merged with his stool <laughs> to keep him like up. This is literally the clip after we talk about CSN being too fat for one spaceship. What else do we do? It's all heavily influenced by Paul. My brother, he's yeah. that's his his wheelhouse, his style of humor. <laughs> he invented the ass rods. Right? I know. It started with like this wooden armature of like a for like a Halloween decoration that you put a Wolfman costume over and like a body with stuffing, but its butt stuck out so far <laughs> that it looked like it just its ass was like suspended. No, there was a rod sticking out of it. There was a rod too. Yeah. Who's <laughs> the ass rod? Be like Paul. What's this? He's, oh, that's the ass rod. <laughs> Keeps you up. That's the future we're heading towards. Of course, we'll die before then because of Logan's run rules. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got a transition for me, Sean? Well, speaking of fat, you don't get fat without eating. Here's me talking about. Eating one of my least favorite fruits. That was on the top ten fruits. I know for many years, Sean, you've not been a fan of bananas. Is that is that changed at all? I mean, I eat bananas pretty frequently now, but I still don't like it. <laughs> Why don't you like bananas? Yeah, I've seen you eating them around the apartment. I've wondered what's going on there. Is it just like like that coffee thing where, like, you're trying to get into it, but you don't actually enjoy it? No, it's like they taste good and they're good for you, but it's fucking monkey food, and you look like a moron when you're eating a banana. Sean, it's like, it was, like, created by God, like, to fit perfectly in our hands and, like, unwrap. Yeah, and it also fits perfectly in the (laughs) stupid monkey hands. How do you hear that, like, all fruit fits in a monkey's hand, man? The same kind of hands that we do. I know, it sucks. Like, why am I inviting that comparison? Oh, because we grew from apes. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. This is a dumb argument. Like, I went and got, like, when I was trying to, like, eat healthier and eat some more bananas, like, I went and got one and went to work and I was eating it for breakfast at my desk. And then some lady came by and was like, Sean, I've been talking with you in these meetings online. Look, I'm in the office. Hey, I wanted to see you face to face. I'm eating there, sitting there with my fucking banana man. Go, I'm a big monkey man. And she's like, well, nice to see you. I'm out. Ruined that relationship right there. Fucking idiot. Fucking yes, never call me back. Big dick in his mouth. <laughs> Big old monkey dick. He's just 
chewing on it. This is not about the banana, clearly. This is some weird mental hang-up that you have personally that you're yeah. projecting onto the banana, Sean. I, don't I mean, know we're talking about opinions here, and that's my opinion. <laughs> well, it's a weird opinion. <laughs> Monkey dick? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this was definitely when we got into the, the era of talking about Foods for some reason. Oh, I love that era. Yeah, did, really uh, weird. We really have ideas. We just yeah, we just got sick of talking about pop culture lists because the internet had ruined it. So we're like, well, talk about cereals, candy, candy bars, fruits, uh, snacks. Also, we differentiated candies and snacks. Important. Popcorn came in at number one. I was pretty pleased about that. <laughs> I just like it because when we talk about bananas, Sean gets like mad. <laughs> big old monkey dicks, man. <laughs> no, I'm a big old monkey man. Big if you don't, how mouth. do you not feel like an idiot when you're eating a banana? <laughs> I guess. I don't get you eat other foods that are shaped like that. Or other foods that animals eat. Yeah. Like any food that a monkey could pick up, you're like, oh, this is, look at my dumb monkey hands. I can eat this, dude. But none of those are like, like when you think of an ape, like I, I, I bet if you, if someone's like name ten words you associate with apes, like for most people, banana's gonna be on that list. What's so bad about apes? What's so bad about apes? Why do you hate apes so much? So I they win in the end of society. For, first of all, because they win in the end, in the end, and like <laughs> I don't support the enemy. That was one of our top ten doomsday scenarios: was rise of the planet of the apes. Colin, let me put the clip on there. Well, I just figured we only wanted one clip per episode. <laughs> the Demon <laughs> Wars. Paul doesn't want the one where I'm making fun also, of him. Also, I sound stupid in it. I feel like every like <laughs> clip show worthy clip of me is me sounding like an idiot. Because <laughs> the only time I'm funny is when I'm not sounding as smart as I think I am. And that annoys me. But. Yeah. You are like the cat fail videos. Like... There's something just extra funny about seeing you fall in the bathtub full of water. Yep. Very appropriate. <laughs> Thank you. Now I just want to know what kind of videos we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what kind of video is Nancy? Nancy? Nancy's like a YouTube tutorial on like how to spool yarn or something. It's like, <laughs> it's really great when you need it, but a lot of the time it's just not there. <laughs> I just feel like what he brings to the conversation, not like what he is as a man. <laughs> I'm really great when you need me, <laughs> but you're never around. Wow. <laughs> so, am I great when you don't need me? Probably. But you'll never Where have you know. been? You missed so many shows, man. You were in the fruit one. Actually, I remember that podcast because your audio was weird, so I had to cut out like most of it. But I was like, well, when he says big old monkey dick, I got to mix that in there somehow. That's too crucial of a part of the conversation. I don't know. I guess I'm I'm whatever kind of... It's okay. I I put you on the spot like that. I'm just genuinely curious. Yeah. It's a BuzzFeed quiz to be made. What kind of YouTube video are you? YouTube (laughs) genres. 
All right, so we come to our final clip. Uh, this was a pretty recent episode, number 98. Um, uh, was another yearly podcast. I guess we didn't talk about really how we always did our top 10 movies and TV uh, of every year. And after we did all that, every time we'd do a most anticipated movies of the year that was coming up, and uh, Sean, would, Sean and John would do their anticipated movies, and I always would do a least anticipated movies list, which is always fun. Adam Sandler came up like every time. Uh, and this is us talking about the movie that's now been released, Batman versus Superman. Okay, so my number one least anticipated movie uh, might be a little controversial because it's a movie I might actually end up seeing, but it is Batman versus Superman, oh, Dawn I was of Justice. Say, like, nice. Are we going to go Batman through this? Batman v Superman. Batman v uh, Superman, like they're in court. I got I got mass respect for you, Tom. Uh, it's just funny. I was like, I was really worried that we weren't going to talk about this. No, um, it, like I don't have much investment <laughs> in this, but it's like I feel like I've been sort of living through this nightmare that Sean's been having to deal with, seeing the ad campaign and just the whole buildup of this movie, and I just like. I feel for him, man, because Sean, Sean likes the superheroes, and he especially likes the two big ones, Batman and Superman. And I agree, it's just a dumb idea to make them just be so pissed off at each other and just want to fight for, I'm just going to assume the fight's going to last like a fucking hour, and it's just going to be mind-numbing because Zack Snyder and what he did with the first Superman movie was pretty bad. <laughs> and, uh, yeah... Every trailer has not looked at all promising. So funny, because I've been doing some, like, hardcore, like, internet nerd reading lately. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, like, people... Like, my deal with Man of Steel was, like... I was like, eh, that's okay. But, yeah. like, I it don't... was a movie you saw. So. Sure. But, like, I don't care. That's the thing, is, like, I don't care about Superman. So, like, I wasn't all, like, hurt, you know, hurt about it. Like, it didn't, like bruise my essence um so i'm like i'm like kind of excited for this movie in a way that it's going to be a movie that i'm going to see like once this is the most nancy thing i have ever heard (laughs) i'm excited for this movie in the way that it's going to be a movie that i'm going to (laughs) see that means nothing i just like it's so funny that you you say that it's the most nancy thing it's just I, i think it's just plainly because i don't care about movies as much as you guys and well, you yes, guys like can't. I know I know and you guys you cannot like mentally comprehend why I don't no I get it it's what most people think in regards to movies they're just like I'm gonna watch this thing and it's gonna entertain me for an hour or two it's fine <laughs> I don't feel like you think it's fine though why does it entertain you <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is a little frustrating <laughs> that process of not Thinking critically about a movie, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I think critically about yeah, movies. I'm sure you do more than most people, just from hanging out with us a lot. Yeah, we're gonna take all the credit for your critical. Yeah, you guys think you're so it's cool. All us. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like people not thinking about movies is the reason bad movies are made to begin with. So yeah, but it it's hard to, to not be mad when think. you do care about movies as much as we do. Yeah, I guess it's just like. People are going to make, whether it's 
movies or music or I don't know sports front office decisions. Like <laughs> shit's gonna be bad. What are you What are you gonna do about it? It's gonna be terrible. Like ninety, it's hard to do good things in life. Super things in life. So profound. Yeah. <laughs> I do kind of feel like that was your that was your moment. <laughs> you just stepped up to the plate after all this time, just sitting back, listening to us assess things critically. You nailed it. Because that, that conversation goes on way longer. I just picked like the first part of it. Matt Carson's champion of apathy. <laughs> I, I for some reason like I feel like at this point in my life. I've tried to do a lot of things for myself and nothing is, nothing's been an utter failure, but nothing's quite like worked out amazingly. You know what I mean? So especially the thing that stands out to me the most is like my sports fandom. Like, you know, I used to care a lot about like, I used to, you know, worry and I used to think about decisions that people were making. And like now I've got to the point where I don't, I don't care. I don't know how much money each player makes. What do I care? It's not my money. You know, mm-hmm. they're either going to be good or they're going to be bad, and it's going to be fun or it's not going to be fun. So I just stop caring. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it when I enjoy it, and uh, do something else when I'm not enjoying it. Same with movies, and same with TV. Same with life. Not me. Never stop fighting. Yeah. Fight, but what are you doing, Sean? You're just being sad. I don't think so. I, I think when I go on the blog and I write about here's how I would have changed Batman v Superman. In the very in the, when I wrote that review, it was specifically in the context of if I basically had the Batman v Superman script, how could I change it while shooting it to make it a better movie? Um like if the, if that conversation isn't there, if that goes away, and I'm not saying like it has to be our conversation, but it needs to exist in the universe. Um, then like literally all you're going to get is Batman v Superman till the end of time. But that's not true because we we got a movie a couple months later that we loved that was like the exact same movie. You're talking about Civil War, event, uh, Captain America Civil yeah. War, yeah. Like like I feel like I can't be so hurt over one bad movie when another movie comes out that I'm looking forward to that's literally the same movie, but it's good in all the ways that the other one was bad. So I'm happy about that. Oh, yeah. Like, it sucks that not everything, you know, like, there's a franchise of movies of which half of I hate, which is my favorite franchise. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that sucks. But... Now things are better, and it's going to be a little bit happier, hopefully. But, you know, I'm preparing myself for, you know, some Star Wars movies in the future to be bad. It's going to happen. Yep. You know? and there's nothing that I can do about it. But I'll take the good and the bad. And, you know, we'll, we'll. But, you know, I, I think it's cool. That it's, a cool it's a fun exercise to do, like, what you did with Batman versus Superman. V Superman, sorry. <laughs> but you know, but I, I just I hate to see you sad about about things like that. For I don't want you to worry about it, Sean. Uh, I don't ever want to stop caring. No, and no, no. It's not about not caring. I still care. I still go see all the movies. I still read about them. I still 
am excited about him, you know. But like, things will even out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've always found it really compelling. Uh, just Sean's writing on the blog and on the podcast talking about these big mainstream franchises because. Oh, yeah. for sure. Because, like, you know, most critics don't give a shit at all. They just go to these movies because they're paid to do it yeah. and they review it. And that's my feeling towards these movies, too. I don't care because I'm just as much of a movie snob as most film critics. But Sean's a guy that, like, actually appreciates it and understands it. And I always, I always like hearing no, it. No, I mean, Sean is my go-to, like, nerd stuff. You know, I want to know what Sean thinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just, I just, you know, as a friend, I don't want, to, I don't want him to be so sad. Okay, and I need to confess to you that, like, I was okay. After I saw Dawn of Justice, <laughs> like, I was okay. Okay, that's good. I think, But I think that's because, like, you knew three years ago. Yeah, I did. And, you know, it's interesting to think, like, in the grand context of this podcast, I feel like it's all, we've also been tracking the production of Dawn of Justice. Because I, <laughs> I remember, like, pretty early on, we, like, heard about, like, Ben Affleck being cast. I believe, like... We use that for like the mildly pleased awards or something. Yeah. Talking about that news, and then I remember on that, uh, it was one of those Batman podcasts. Like we did top ten Batman villains, or maybe it was top ten superheroes. We talked about like what are they going to do next? They're just going to like reboot it, right? Like mm-hmm. make him a young kid with skateboards or something like that. <laughs> but they kind of went the opposite direction. Yeah, I made him older. I, I don't think we had anticipated that they would turn it around that quickly, though. Like when when did Dark Knight Rises come out? Um, we were recording this podcast already by the time it came out, so it was like probably twenty twelve or probably twenty twelve. I would say it was before I left. Yeah, so it took four years because he did Inception between Dark Knight and uh, mm. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, it's a crazy thing about the span of years. Like we talked about Force Awakens when it was. First unannounced, we podcasted that night. That's a good. Oh then, yeah, yeah. We, re- we ended up like reviewing it too. Like we went through the whole thing, like mm-hmm. all the memories. There's a great podcast that we did where we did like top ten <laughs> characters we'd like to see return in uh, the Force Awakens. <laughs> but we basically just like did a pitching tense where we mapped out the entire Fair plot, plot of the yeah. movie. Max von Sydow is much more heavily featured in our version. He was literally the first scene of Force Awakens that he dies. We made him the main bad guy. I mean, we were really trying. No, I mean, we had, like, Russell Crowe playing a drunken Dash Rendar who gets into a bar fight. We had, like, a planet called Hashtag Yellow Swag. It's a planet. Yep. Dom Hall Gleason plays a, car, a spaceship dealer on it. Yeah. Um, Adam Driver pretty good. was maybe... Do we get anything right? That's a good question. <laughs> uh, uh, I'd have to revisit it. I can't remember. I, I'm i almost positive that nothing was even remotely correct. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we might have broadly known that like John Boyega and Daisy Ridley were the main characters. We might have we gotten knew that. But that's because that Nailed was it. information that was given to yeah. us. We didn't predict that. Well, I think we... Oh, did we have like John Boyega as like a Han Solo type, or was he? I'm pretty sure we had Oscar Isaac as a Han Solo type. Oh, Brooklyn okay. Tony. Brooklyn Tony, yeah. <laughs> but it was Brooklyn with three Ys. I, I think we probably, we probably tiptoed around the two stars being like the the children of you know like either Luke or Han Solo or something. Mm-hmm. So you know, 
We were close. <laughs> but that's part of the fun, is that creative leap forward that we do on this podcast. And I think that's the thing I'm going to miss the most. Well, I mean, that and just, like, having these all these memories and stories in one place. I mean, it was also a good way of just staying in touch with you guys. I guess it's mostly staying in touch with Nancy because being Well, I mean, John it's, it's changed John. over the, the course, That's right? That's true. We had moved, but... There was a time when you and I were the only ones in town. I think there was a, a brief time when John and I were in town together and everyone else was gone. Yeah. Um, Matt's moved all over the country. It's uh, Who knows where I end up next. Um, but I, I just want to be clear that, like, we started this doing just Top Ten Thursdays, but we've introduced these other shows. And I think those other shows are just better venues for the stuff that came out of Top Ten Thursdays. Like, yeah. It was a nice like learning experience. I yeah. just remember driving out what our strengths and weaknesses mm. were. I remember driving on the freeway thinking, like, in San Diego with you. And I was like, the f- most fun part about Top Ten Thursdays is when we, like, come up with movies. Yeah. That's the most fun part. I can't remember the movie we came up with in the car, but it was pretty good. <laughs> I remember, yeah, we were stuck in traffic yeah. in San Diego. We came up with that movie, Nosedive. I guess because we were just like <laughs> looking at all these cars in traffic yeah. and we saw like an overpass. And we were like, what if a car just flew off that thing and he nosedived, but he was like stuck in place, like completely vertical. And we're like, yeah, we should just do a show like that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for that, that uh, just our, our comedy chops and the, <laughs> our odd approaches to franchises and backdoor sequels and trilogy, but the third ones too. Uh, <laughs> I want to put that on t-shirts someday. <laughs> our pitching tents t-shirts. Like pitching tents has been on hiatus, and I, I hope it comes off of hiatus, and we we start doing that more regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to hear us talk critically, I think the, the door is always open for. Uh, some kind of movie for new releases or good movie, bad movie for other things that we have to talk about, like like the Judge Dredd special we did. Mm-hmm. Having a lot of fun with Rock Talk, doing that with John. Rock Talk's still going, and the the music expertise stuff, I think the stuff that we are the most expert at, because we have you guys, uh, we'll, we'll always be on that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's Stream Police for if you wanted to hear us with one other person who's not yeah, us. You know, that's the effect that... Mildly pleased to have other people, bringing other people in. You know, friend Michael, Paul was on an episode once of Dot Thursdays. <laughs> a big fan. A friend Nick Duncan called in on yeah. one episode. Yeah. <laughs> we had that sweet technology. He's like, oh, boy. Yep. I, th- I don't even think it was that. I think it was like, oh, if we're going to talk about like Smash Mouth or whatever, it's like, I'm not staying on the call. And we're like, we thought it was a joke and we started talking about it and he hung up <laughs> and you could hear the dial tone. <laughs> That's great. He's a good guy. Um, so that has been Top Ten Thursdays. For the other podcasts we do, search for Mildly Please on iTunes. And go to mildlyplease.com to browse through our archives of not just podcast Top Ten Thursdays, but written Top Ten Thursdays as well. Thank you so much for listening to this and any other episodes you've listened to before. As always, I'd love to hear from you. T3 at MildlyPlease.com uh, is an email address you could send something to. And we're also on Twitter and uh, we're around. So thank you so much. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, John. Thank you, Nancy. Especially for recording this one. I know you, you hate doing all the technical work. Uh, oh, I had a lot of fun. But it, it, yeah, it, it's been a, a fun 
four or so years. And uh, I look forward to whatever the next step is. Thanks. Bye.